Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to XNC Podcast. I am your host, Colt Eastwood, and I am joined together here with an esteemed panel of great friends, amazing content creators, and great personalities in the YouTube and social media and gaming culture. Uh, say hi, everybody. Wave, you're on camera. You're live. And uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Camera. Uh, Ooh, Colt. I'm <laughs> loving this, baby. Mommy, so daddy, I made it. I made it. <laughs> I think, I think we is... talked about this when we was in Cali. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. This is a big, this is a big moment. Uh, we, it's big E3 time. We've got tons of stuff to talk about. We're going to start off with some uh, light but spicy, as my man Miles to say, some spicy topics. Uh, we'll talk about what's uh, kind of leading up to E3, and then we're going to get into the whole mess. But uh, before we do that, I want to get around and... Uh, do some business here. This is the Cold Eastwood channel, and if you're watching live, you're on Colt Eastwood on YouTube. And if you're listening after the fact, that's because we're on podcast platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, and some other places. So thank you for that. Uh, we go live every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific or 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, let me figure out everything else I need to say. Uh, if you're on the other side of the world, uh, you're probably not listening this late. We got Gaz here who's actually doing the show at 1 a.m. Bless his heart. He's amazing. <laughs> but uh, we are here. We're ready to talk about gaming. We'll start off with a quick super chat from Mr. Gianna Dark. who says, I just want to say, sauce. Hello, oh. gentlemen. Excited for tonight's show. As always, a pleasure to listen to you all. So let's get to know our panel i'll introduce them really quick because uh we've got miles dompierre of windows central let's start with you uh well but we'll also say that we've got king david from iron lords and gas from game on daily let's start with miles dompierre who's become a really good new friend for me and uh tell us miles where you come from where you hatched why you're here (laughs) (laughs) well what is going on everyone yeah as colt said my name is miles dompierre um you can find most of my video content over on windows central gaming 
I'm kind of the, uh, I guess, the cute little face over there. Uh, you might know Jez Corden, but we've been working to build up our video channel. So that's been my main focus there. Um, I've had the pleasure of having the legendary Colt Eastwood on my podcast, Xbox Chatterdays, as well. And yeah, for the longest time, I was kind of outside of the community, just watching people like Rand, watching people like Colt. And then uh, Jez Corden recruited me, and I got sucked into this this ecosystem in this world. So I've met awesome people like King David, Gaz, <laughs> the sauce king over here. So it's, it's going to be a good show, and I'm excited to talk about Xbox just doing what they need to do right now. Yeah. Yes. Miles, what's been your claim to fame? Like, you've been... Uh, active on and growing on Twitter. You've been creating content and videos. Like you've been doing this real great on camera stuff, high production value stuff. Like what's your claim to fame? What are you mo most proud of since you've uh, started this venture? Okay, Claim to fame, a little hidden gem. It's a sleeper hit called uh, Gamer ASMR over on the Windows oh, Central Gaming Channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's a saucy little ditty. But uh, no, in actuality, um, I'm, I'm pretty surprised and stoked by all the support that I've gotten from people in the community. Because, yeah, I'm, you know, just someone who likes to talk about Xbox, passionate about Xbox, and, yeah, just stoked to build up the Windows Central Gaming Channel and have people want to listen to me talk about Xbox, which is weird, honestly. Awesome. So. <laughs> That's Miles Dompier, everybody. He's amazing. Uh, Faziel Eshan says, great panels always, Colt. Looking forward to Miles' measured and thoughtful answers. That's true. And King cracking me up and Gaz with the <laughs> sauce. Please become famous. Also, Kung Fu Hot Dog says, Hey, Colt, Forza Horizon 5 was the best thing in this E3. Ooh, I, I would almost have to agree. I, I'm a big fan. Also, were you born with those vocals? <laughs> uh, actually, you know, I do a lot of speaking, but I've also been a lead singer a few times. We'll get into that in a little bit. Miles is a guitar player. We've got, like, this musical pass that needs to come to fruition. Maybe we'll collab. Uh, and, and Spriggan, uh, my man Dante, says, here to support my homie Cole and a fire panel. Shout out to King David Miles and Gaz. Gaz, the latest sauce was classic. Gaz, we're going to get into that in a second, but I got to move over to, to uh, my true friend, King David. Met him at E3 2019. Yes. L look at him. Look at him. He's, he's, just, he's fa walking fame. King David, <laughs> tell us. King David of Iron Lords, tell us what you are what, and what you do. Okay, well, um, I'm from Iron Lords Podcast. That's Lord Attic, Lord Cognito, Lord Sovereign, and myself. Uh, weekly Sundays at 1 p.m., uh, we have uh, guests on or we talk uh, consoles, games. Uh, I myself uh, do statues, do combat talk. We also have our internet site, which is lordsofgaming.net, where we have a host of all types of suites and things for you to go check out about video games and such. Um, this stuff is our passion. You know, we've been doing this for so long, going to these shows and meeting different people, different personalities, uh, regular people. And when I say regular people, I'm talking about day-to-day -day gamers that really don't want their face on camera, but that, that mm -hmm. but do want to be heard, that do, you know, game with you. Yeah, those people, right? Yeah. Yeah, Cole, when I yeah. saw you, I remember I'm never going to forget this. I was online and... um Actually, I had I had buzzed the line first. I drove past the line, got the crowd riled up, went, parked the car, came back, and <laughs> I was handing out uh, cards and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I'm like, uh, damn, that's Colt. I said, he looks just like his damn avatar. 
I'm like, I'm like, yo, Colt, why your face isn't out? Stop using your avatar. You look just like your avatar. The hell with the avatar. Throw the avatar in the bushes and let's get this face out here. And uh, we took a picture. Uh, we could have hung out more. It was just so much stuff for him to do and for us to see. And uh, I think he had a fantastic time. Uh, we tried to show him, you know, all the stuff that was going around with FanFest and stuff like that, uh, getting to know uh, Greeny and all the Microsoft personalities in the background and actually getting the ins and outs of, uh, you know, what's going on in California, places to be, uh, stuff to see, stuff to touch and, you know, you know, and um, different experiences. But hanging out with the guys that have the same passion that we do, that is immeasurable. And, you know, that's lifelong memories that we will have for a long time until we're gone. But, um, I mean, I had such a great time with him. Pause. Um, (laughs) But we had so much fun. And we're missing out this year. But hopefully next year everything will be back in place and we'll be right back there greater than ever. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. I can't wait. Yeah, meeting you and all – you're like nine feet tall. I remember I got <laughs> yeah, pictures next to you. I tried to put my arm around your shoulder, <laughs> and, I, and like, you're holding me up. So, yeah. Yeah, King's the real deal. Uh, guy never stops smiling. Like, this, this community loves gaming. Uh, we get a sticker, super, a super sticker from Snagglepuss, uh, $3 one, and it's, Heavens to Murkatroid. I think that's the uh, character's <laughs> voice, right? Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. And uh, Nordic, uh, Nordic, Kalak, or Nordic Black says, Super Hot Fire Panel. King, bring that heat, baby. And, oh, yeah, and I got will. that. Yeah. <laughs> he always so we, we saved the best for last. Oh, these guys are all the best. But Gaz, he's had, a, he's had a great day. Gaz, tell us who you are, what you do, what's your claim to fame. Let's hear it. Gaz from Game oh, On Daily. Thank you so much for having me, man. Um, I'm the co-founder of uh, GameOnDaily.com, which is a news aggregation platform uh, created for content creators. So if you're a budding journalist and or YouTuber, or content creator, you want to get out in the space, build this platform for you. Me and my good buddy and business partner, Asa Walker, who is... So me and him are like Jekyll and Hyde. You can imagine which one I am. (laughs) Yeah, really, we are. One's Um, crazy and one's sensible. Yeah, 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 but you don't know which one it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's big, Uh, appearances get me deceiving um yeah i'm <laughs> i'm the uh, source boss the proprietor of the source um and yeah i'm just grateful to be part of this panel part of this amazing community that uh, has taken us on board so well and we want to well you've seen the source videos it's a it's a nicer comedic take on the weaponized console warring just to make make fun of it a little bit of parody just you know, you can't avoid the console wars. Why not just get same in the sword? Yeah. Well, <laughs> guys, give the give the audience a quick teaser uh, for those that didn't check out your sauce video today. That Gaz does these videos where he's like super hyped. He's got the music pumping and he talks about the hot topics for that week. So give them a little teaser of what you put at the beginning of your sauce video today, so they can go check it out after the show. <laughs> well, I'm a bit worried because I think uh, the Xbox guys do watch your videos, but um. What I did was I uh, I replace I, I did a little bit of face jacking and um, replaced. If you watched Mission Impossible Two, I uh, replaced the bad guy's face with Chewie Yoshida and Tom Cruise's face with Phil Spencer. Oh my and, god! Uh, <laughs> well, the rest is uh, let's just watch it. It's not so bad, Phil. Uh, I love you, Phil. Uh, but, that, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Please don't copyright strike us. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's all fun and games. 
until someone gets shot, which was exactly what happens in this video. But oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, please go check it out. Game on Ooh. Daily is the, is the channel. Uh, Iron Lords Podcaster on YouTube. They do a huge show. You know, King David won't sit here and, and brag, but they've got on developers and and industry leaders uh, on the weekly on their show. And Miles oh. is doing some great high production value stuff that has really been uh, catching media attention and on their site and growing the channel so these guys these guys are a big deal so we got hargreet chani who says gaz and king sauce shout out to miles as well so obviously the the audience here we've got a little over 600 people watching who are excited to hear what we have to say about e3 but there are a couple of topics that we want to roll into we've got um the <laughs> the new xbox box art okay uh have you guys heard about this is like a kind of a sneaky little new uh, news item. Uh, no. Let's start with Miles. Did you hear about this? Yes. Um, Jazz and a few folks from our team started dropping this in our, our work Slack earlier today. The uh, the leaked new box art for Xbox games. There, I saw Forza, Halo, and one other game showcasing like how they're differentiating Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and all these different versions with the new box art. So I've seen it. I don't necessarily like it personally i don't know what your take is colt but it's i gotta say if you've seen it there's this pretty ugly white box in the top left that just sticks out like a sore thumb yeah it's it's not nice but i literally haven't bought a physical disc since evolve on xbox one so at the end of the day i don't Mm -hmm. care too much but yeah i did see that making the rounds king dave do you buy your games uh physical or digital what's your your (laughs) choice Okay, well, um, I just looked at the box art, and it's not as atrocious as uh, Miles just made it out to be. Um, it's, it's box art, okay? Uh, so it's uh, gone from the days of when uh, you had your sister drawing a picture and putting it up for Capcom. And, you know, they're using that for the actual game, box art. So, no, um, it's, it's, it's box art. Um, I buy my games digitally on the Microsoft platform, on PlayStation platform. I don't trust them, so uh, I buy my stuff uh, on hard copy. And the same thing with Nintendo. So, um, you know, I'm a multi-console dude, but I game on Xbox mainly and preferably uh, because I like uh, the ecosystem. I feel it's a little bit uh, safer environment as far as I, I like the practices. If I don't like a game and I purchase the game, uh, I can call them back and be like, yo, listen, this game just didn't hit right. Uh, pause. And, you know, they give me back my my bread, and I'm happy with that. But I haven't really purchased games seriously, honestly, to be real with you, because I've been in Game Pass uh, since its inception. And if I do actually purchase a game, it's because it's leaving Game Pass. I get the discount, and either I didn't finish it or I loved it so much that I did purchase it. Or if we do, and you know, Colt alluded to it, we do have a developer on, um, and I do break bread with this developer. I like to show my support by purchasing that game, and uh, you know, making them, you know know that I really appreciate them. And the only way for you to really appreciate these developers is to go out and uh, patron their wares. So, um, yeah, my stuff is digital. I don't really care about the box art. It wasn't really atrocious, like I said. It was just, it's, it's different. We're moving to a different generation, and you need those notations to show, okay, this was 360, this was the Xbox One uh, era, and this is the Series S and Series X era going forward. So. We need those. Yeah, it's just, 
it's weird that they waited until now to do this, but I think they're mm-hmm. trying yeah. to uh, let people know that there's going to be three different consoles to play it on, Series S, X, and then Xbox One. They, they should make that trap so they go all the way down the thing, just add everything. But, <laughs> but I, you know what? I, I think it is more... more, more. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I, I really honestly believe that they're showing the separation now um, because we're behind because of COVID. You know, we're behind because of this yeah. pandemic. So I think now they're actually rolling out. If you didn't see what Forza, you know, 5 look like, that stuff looks next gen, even though it's on the existing engine. Um, it's it looks completely next gen, and you have other products that will be using just X and Series S going forward. So I think those notations are necessary. So when the consumer goes into the store and they, they still buy physical, they know okay, uh, oh okay, this is Xbox 360. Okay, this I can actually play this on my Xbox One. Oh, okay, this is for my Series S. So I, I think that is necessary going forward so for the consumers that still go to Walmart and stuff like that. Yeah, let let's touch on um, let's touch on the cross generation thing since you talked about that. Uh, let me find this item here. Uh, I think I got it. Okay, uh, I want to take I want to take Gaz to this one. Let me let me hit this. Uh, this message here we brigadiers blue who's a great supporter of the channel says hey king fill out here not bending knees but taking them outright you ain't gonna bend so we just gonna take them from you it, it, <laughs> was, it getting, was terrible <laughs> people getting messy so let's talk about this cross-generation thing because right now we're getting ready to games gonna start coming in playstation's already put out a handful of great games for the ps5 only uh xbox has some plans so there was this little um graphic that i shared around that i got shared i I made one of those mistakes where the first thing in the morning somebody shared something with me and i sent Mm -hmm. out a tweet and then when i i went back to sleep when i woke up i'm like oh my phone was like (laughs) 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 so so there's this list that uh says uh the next generation lineup for xbox has hellblade starfield outer world state decay avowed fable perfect dark redfall contraband forza motorsport 8 those games are all planned to be next generation only won't release on the xbox one and then for the playstation the lineup is ratchet and clank returnal destruction astros playroom and demon souls so this really upset playstation fans because their list of games that are next gen only are out there aren't any planned games to come to the PS5 that have been announced that are next gen only all their biggest games are cross gen. So I'm going to go to Gaz on this because Gaz and I usually agree on things, but he has a differing opinion. <laughs> Gaz, take us through this cross generation, next generation uh, chaos. Uh, well, the chaos uh, on Sony's side was a bit self inflicted because this whole this whole thing came about from Sony just do, telling you a bald faced line, knowing full well that its strategy was completely contrary to what it was actually saying. This whole, I believe in generations. Uh, so that was the motto. That was its manifesto, or so it seemed. And then a lot of fans latched onto it. In fact, and if you ever watched our shows back in the day when we were tiny, I was supporting Sony because I said, I like this approach. I Got like him. this approach. You No, but I like their principle that they believed mm. in generations. Because I don't like uh, this whole cross-gen thing. I don't like being eased in. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, silicone shortages, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I'm selfish. I paid for these next-gen consoles. I want that definitive next-gen experience. And Sony went off and said that. And I'm like, well, if they can do it, why can't Microsoft, right? 
<laughs> well, the reality turns out to be the complete opposite because that picture that you have shared is actually quite poignant. In fact, after you shared that, Colin Moriarty, uh, shout out to Colin, he also is a big PlayStation fan. Later on that uh, the, in the afternoon here in the UK, tweeted out saying, well, hold on a minute. Microsoft is now taking the reins with this We Believe in Generations because all the, that list of, that you shared, oh, is a factual list. Yeah. Xbox's yeah. next-gen only games. Those are those games. Fable of Out, Hellblade, the loads. Name me one next-gen uh, PlayStation 5 game that has yet to come out. You know, I mean, I'm not talking about Return of the Games that are out already. Yeah, but those back. games are will be redacted later on as well. When sales figures come out and they don't hit the, the price points, those games will eventually find themselves onto the oh, PlayStation yeah. 4 platform. So <laughs> is it is it real? Or was Dilla lying when they said games are scalable? Uh, yeah. They are, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I want people to really just stop with this uh, this narrative that uh, Sony doesn't want the money. They they need the money, to be honest with you. You know, uh, Jim Dance Moves Ryan was put into place to fix <laughs> the 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 budget man and and he's trimming the fat he's fixing the budget they're having a successful launch but financially they have to stay afloat and they have to make sure it's profitable right so it's not profitable releasing your game to a segment of your community that doesn't support it fully they're not releasing not one game right now that's going to sell eight million copies if they have eight million playstation fives out there they're not selling not one game that's going to do eight million copies so if you have a demographic of 127 million that's combined with the playstation 4 and the playstation uh 5 and you can get an 8 million seller from there with a cross-generation title that doesn't cost you anything else just to scale it up and scale it down why wouldn't you it's just great business sense to do so so at no point in time should anybody be fighting and screaming and kicking and yelling if it is a problem that somebody else on an inferior platform gets to enjoy a game that you're enjoying on your premier platform why does that bother you you got ray tracing bells and whistles why the hell does that bother you Right? They don't got it. Oh, I think for some people, they they look at that $70 price tag and that extra $10 to them, that is the premium they pay so that someone else can't play it. Oh, they they want that (laughs) VIP pass. Exactly. Yeah. So they get a sick satisfaction because they get this thing and somebody else doesn't get it. That's a problem. Oh, that makes them feel good. It makes them feel real good. Oh, that's a problem. (laughs) Okay, Miles. uh, I I got one for you, Miles. Uh, This is a a pretty new uh, spicy take. Uh, We got Paul Tassie of Forbes, who... Uh, historically has been pretty harsh on the Xbox and for good reason when they weren't delivering a lot of games. But now he's decidedly more Xbox-centric. He put out an article today that said the free-to-play model of Halo is going to snowball and leave behind PlayStation's approach to charge $70 for games. Miles, did you read this article? Did you see this take? I did, yes. There's been some, some controversy, some spice, as you put it, regarding... Really polar opposite approaches right now. You have Xbox Game Pass. You have Halo Infinite being this free-to-play, no barrier to entry, the biggest Xbox game in a long time. If you want to play the multiplayer, you don't pay anything. 
And Sony doesn't have anything to compete in that space specifically. And then the snowball effect, he was also mentioning Xbox Game Pass. Look at what Xbox showed us yesterday. They showed us 30 games. 27 of those 30 games basically coming in the next year are launching Mm -hmm. day one into Xbox Game Pass. I personally would have bought all of those happily. I would have cracked open the piggy bank, did what I need to do to buy those games, but I get those with Game Pass. How's your wallet doing right now? Oh, my wallet's so full. (laughs) It's so fat. It's so happy. My wallet's feeling so good right now. Seeing that showcase, it's just... I love that they started it, too. They started the showcase letting you know, hey, we're showing you 30 games. 27 of these bad boys are going to be launching in the Game Pass. So, yes... You look at that and you're like, that is, that's appealing. I love mm-hmm. games. I want to play as many games as possible. Then you look at PlayStation. PlayStation's like, this game is rad. Ratchet and Clank looks amazing. Looks really good. It's $70. Good, yeah. And people are complaining about its length and stuff like that. Those conversations don't mean much to me personally, but that is a fair point. 70 bucks for a single player experience or 15 bucks <laughs> for Xbox Game Pass. And you just get, what is it, 600 plus games right now? It's disgusting. Yes. Dude, yeah. I, it's, isn't it? It's absolutely it, disgusting. It feels wrong. It feels <laughs> like it feels like piracy almost. Like you, like you, the back in the day when you used to get like bootleg games. This that's what yes. Game Pass feels like. Yes, I got to call you to the carpet, man. And this is for you, buddy. This is for you, buddy. This is the fraud light. This is for you, buddy. I told you. When Michael, because you, 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 you made the 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 Microsoft the equivalent of the douchey dude in the club, you know, with a lot of money. And I told you he wasn't. I told you he was supremely sophisticated. He was one hundred percent sophisticated. He's so sophisticated that he's listening to what his consumers are saying, and a lot of his consumers are saying, "We don't want this seventy dollar price tag." All right. Yeah. Well, Halo's been announced for what uh, sixty bucks. Same thing with uh, Forza, sixty bucks. Okay, so you're not gonna have to make that jump. And by the way, by the way, you can get all of that stuff inside Game Pass. What are you, what are you talking about? Fifteen dollars? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That and more. Yeah. So you know, they, and I honestly believe out of those thirty games, I think two more is gonna be inside Game Pass. I think they're just working on those deals up until that point because they want those games to sell. Because if you went to your console, you notice that most of those games are for, available for pre-install now if you have Game Pass and pre-order if you didn't. So I think they want those games to sell to, to gauge the price range on how much they're going to charge. Uh, you know. Microsoft for putting that game there. I think Battlefield is yeah. that game that's going to make it inside Game Pass to uh, push Call of Duty to the brink. But as far as Halo freedom play model and snowballing into the future, I think Microsoft in this show leaned heavily on what the DNA is about. That's multiplayer inclusion, right? So multiplayer inclusion, if you saw a lot of those games, a lot of those games had multiplayer ties in it to keep you engaged inside Game Pass, to have your friends and to lean on the superior online network and have you stay engaged. Now, 
we are going to get those single-player games later, but they can't beat Sony at their own strategy with single-player narrative games at this moment, but they can beat them and bludgeon them to death with multiplayer stuff. And I saw so much of it. I was so proud that they decided to step away from following these dudes down their path and blazing their own path. And they made it so clear. The brand is so bright. Where Sarah Bond told you, these are in-game <laughs> exclusive console stuff. It's amazing right now to be an Xbox gamer. It's amazing. I couldn't. Uh, I, I gotta. I had to call guys. I was gonna call guys today anyway. But <laughs> when I saw you on, I was I like, gotta, I'll talk to them later. <laughs> I got to get into a. I got to get into one more like spicy take before we move into the uh, the big brunt of what we're gonna talk about today. Uh, I'll get into that in a second. Pimp Method said I was disappointed about. Killer Instinct, Perfect Dark, Forza Motorsport, the skateboarding game called Session, which I think is in preview, not being shown. Yeah, there were a ton of games they didn't show, uh, and then there's some that just mentioned. Uh, I think Xbox had to pick and choose what they wanted to show. Yep. There's some I would have, I would have thrown out, but uh, we'll which get into ones? that in a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, there were some smaller ones that we'll get it. Well, I mean, we probably won't even talk about it. That's how we'll get into it. <laughs> we won't talk about <laughs> these little games. Uh, Yodani Kuzada. Uh, a good guy that I've been talking to, a patron of the show. He said, uh, Cole, I wore your choose your weapon shirt for good luck on the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Guess it worked. Halo, wow. I hope it brings back the nostalgia of how Mass Effect, Banjo Kazooie, <laughs> and Phantom <laughs> Dust does for you. Phantom Dust? Like, uh, Excuse me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now you got my ears fan. peaked up. Okay, let's go. Uh, old Dirty Gamer says it'll be easier for Xbox. <laughs> Xbox One will become a streaming box next year. That's another thing we don't talk about is how if uh, they leave behind the Xbox, PlayStation doesn't want to leave behind the PS4 because they don't have a way to log in. I have a PS4 in the other room. My kids yep. are playing Sackboy Big Adventure on it. Uh, they can't play a next generation only game via any type of setup. Not yet. Uh, Edward King says, massive point, not enough people are talking about. Forza Horizon 5, Psychonauts 2, Flight Sam are all $60 for pre-order, just like King said, not the $70 price tag. Yep. Um, for the people who don't have a series system, that was Edward King, this is from Jigga J, says, for the people who don't have a series system, will they be able to stream the next games through the cloud by the end of the year on Xbox One? Uh, that's part of his question for Edwards, but you yes, I answer that? think so. Okay, okay. Do you know? Yeah, okay. All right, so um, what what you've noticed and uh, three pillars that uh, Satya Dalla said uh, going forward is their strength is one, their money. <laughs> Two, the, you know, the fact that they have a superior cloud service and the Microsoft brand. Uh, the cloud service, uh, once they picked up this tech, when, when they purchased ZeniMax, Zen, y'all forget ZeniMax had a superior cloud tech that was able to be used in the browser. It's no weird coincidence that all of a sudden now that they're able to launch from a browser going forward and the latency and everything has picked up tremendously if you've gone mm -hmm. back to your Xbox Cloud, X Cloud. So, I mean, if, if you do have those functionalities right now, you can pick up your phone and go check that out if you're part of the program. If not, I suggest you do so. Um, but going forward, that stuff will uh, be available to the weaker consoles because they're putting those uh, those blades inside the servers. 
Now, once those blades are in the servers, the Series X blades are in the servers, and that technology is being streamed to your box, you're going to get it at a lower uh, resolution inside your box. But again, they're trying to keep you around. You haven't heard them say that they're not trying to keep the consumer around. They're also in the backgrounds talking about a streaming device that is going to get to your pockets. From what I'm uh, understanding, the price range uh, that I, I talked to um, a couple of companies about is uh, $79.99 uh, without a controller, and with a controller is $129.99. Really? So, um, and I and I think that's a, a incredible sweet spot because that automatically goes against you know the Fire Stick and um, Amazon's uh, gaming uh, system as well. So they need to position themselves towards Amazon and Netflix just uh, released an online shop. If y'all have been uh, noticing what's been going on in commerce right about now. So these are the stuff that they're trying to work against. They're trying to work against the actual big companies. And keep looking at Microsoft's uh, continued partnershiping with Disney. I don't know what's going on there, but... They have been leveraging Disney's personalities, be it the the Marvel Universe, uh, be it uh, parts of the Pirates of the Car Caribbean, uh, these type of personalities. They've been using these personalities, and they've been using them very frequently. So keep your eyes on that type of partnership going forward, because it might be some type of deals that you get with Disney Plus and the Microsoft platform with that streaming Ooh, stuff yeah. that we're talking about. Yeah, this is like a big change for how people consume games, and I know I can I can tell a lot of people in the community aren't ready for this, right, no. guys? They're not they're not ready for something to be in a subscription service and for the price to be flipped on its head. Uh, let me read this real quick. David Kaimetti says, "You guys are awesome, great stream, Xbox rules, baby. You guys are very sophisticated." Well, we haven't even started taking off our shirts yet, but hold on, ooh, we'll get ooh. there in a minute. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> Gaz, uh, talk to me, baby. We got this. Uh, we got this little problem with uh, these games. Some of these games journalists are still hung up, even today. Today and yesterday, they're still hung up, and they're telling their audience that Starfield is probably still coming to PS5. <laughs> Let's hear about it. <laughs> I'm serious. They are. <laughs> it's, so stupid. Yeah. it's so stupid man like literally it, it has the words xbox exclusive emblazoned behind the person's talking about it and that says yes it's exclusive i mean if, what else do you want them to do to etch that in in ink and blood in on your skin or something it's it's so silly like uh <laughs> i mean honestly it's, it's become a bit farcical though um and you know there was so much denial in the run-up to this the source video I made was made like a week. The intro was done a week in advance. It's not because I'm not, uh, it's not like I'm an oracle or anything. It's because I have some common sense that Microsoft did actually acquire this bloody studio just to be all charitable. And um, now, I don't know who that journalist is, uh, who's still like uh, enthusing about the prospect of this, but I I'm going to give you a free therapy session now. Hashtag, just deal with it. It's not coming to PlayStation. I don't know what you but, want me to Gaz, say. <laughs> Miles, they're so saying stupid. it's going to be a. Miles, they're saying it's going to be a year-time exclusive. Like that's uh -huh. still in the works. 
Give us, yeah. give us the, uh, the, the preach. <laughs> so if you read the article, there was like a specific quote that taught they're pulling out of this conversation to try to spin that, you know, there's, there's still hope. Don't give up hope, guys. We don't have to buy an <laughs> Xbox yet. It's, it's going to come to PS5. Todd Howard said so. The quote, and I forget exactly what it was, it makes it sound like there's a possibility it could come to other platforms. And I think that possibility is if PlayStation says, sure, we'll put Xbox Game Pass on the PS5, let's go. And then, in that world, you'll be able to play Starfield on PlayStation 5. But until then, oh until that day, yeah. if you want to play Starfield, you're going to need to get an Xbox. You're gonna, you can play in your browser if you want to. Yep. Um, but that's just, the re- you have some options. But PS5... Uh, for the foreseeable future, is not one of those options. But it might be if you hack it and you're able to stream it to your PlayStation Five. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the only way. Some third-party yeah, browser. Yeah, put a browser inside your PlayStation so you can play Game Pass. Um, Starfield, oh Starfield doing this is interesting because can you imagine the absolute Elder Scrolls? Elder Scrolls. Oh. How could you really want her? You don't even know what she looks like. It's like getting a random text message from some girl that says Jane, and you're like, you're hot. You don't even know what she is. You know, you're so interested. She's not that into you, bro. (laughs) It's it's not happening. It's just done. She has has a sugar daddy that paid $7.5 billion. I think it's all taken care (laughs) of. Exactly. So back to you guys. Like I told you before. (laughs) No, no, because I I mean, I I was trying to explain to you, it's going to turn into a whole snowballing effect, just like that. uh, You know, the the Halo, a multiplayer. Um, Game Pass changes the way that they deal with gaming. I think Mm -hmm. it changed the whole philosophy at Microsoft themselves because we talked in the background, and I felt that. The fact that Xbox used to be a side project till it was gaining its footing, it was gaining its ground. And now it's not looked at as a side project. Actually, it's looked at as a, a revenue stream, a very viable revenue stream. They're a service company at heart. They're a software company at heart. Yeah. So if this is a pillar of that, what they're using is their service, they can make brick tons of money they went from three studios to 23 studios in a matter of that that 26 yeah well you, you, you know all right all right okay i know i'm just i'm just kidding exactly go ahead <laughs> so and, and i've been telling people 26 for a long time but um i and I, I wanted something from the show. I wanted to have those acquisitions that's been talked about in the shadows to be talked about in the light if you notice Sega's right there, right? Sonic's right there, right? Uh, and uh, I was really hoping that that would have came out, but this wasn't the right format for that. I think that stuff comes out at yeah. a later show, and I think that the was, way that they, yeah, they're yeah. doing business is different now. We that, have that seen, was Miles actually, that, right? Yeah, that I was actually getting. I was thinking maybe they, they were going to figure out a way to announce these acquisitions, not knowing like where they are on them, which right. makes a huge difference whether they announce it. And Miles said like two days ago on Twitter, he said, this isn't, uh, I'll just paraphrase your, your tweet, Miles, but you said this isn't really the, the place to talk about acquisitions when it's Xbox and Bethesda's stage. Uh, yeah, I was me- considered basically the, the Debbie Downer because I was... You know, there was the acquisition rumors it. were were hot. They were heavy. People are like, yeah. "Oh, Ninja or not Ninja Theory, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, Crytek, Avalanche, yeah. 
IO, Rocksteady, NetherRealm getting announced at this E3. Oh Let's go. God. Slam dunks, <laughs> slam dunks. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is the first ever Xbox and Bethesda yeah. showcase. You know, as hype as that would be, the, the Gatorade get hype moments that would happen, yeah. that isn't, that's yeah. not the format that it I wanted. Yeah. That's not the format I expected. But yeah. I love the way that they did that. They started off saying Starfield's a Xbox exclusive. And they yeah. ended it by saying, Redfall is an Xbox exclusive, and yeah, yeah. the pacing of this show was just game after game after game <laughs> after game. They're still battling to correct the Xbox has no games narrative. So, in my opinion, they did exactly what they needed to do with this showcase. I don't necessarily want to see acquisitions here. Bring them on later in the year, but Thank they you. just dumped 90 minutes of games. I couldn't even keep up mentally with it. It was an announcement, and I was still I was riding a high of the announcement. They would go into the next game. Three games in, I'm still riding a high from three games ago, and it was just this this stream. So, yeah, what they yeah, did was trying to type was... the name of the game. <laughs> so, sorry, Miles. I was trying to type the name of the game and the release date, at least to have notes. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the fact that they didn't do the personality thing. Like, they didn't have uh, whoever, you know, from the team up there, and they're going through a, a fake scenario, or they're sitting on a couch eating uh, gumbo or whatever the hell <laughs> with, with controllers around. I just didn't want none of those cringe moments. I just wanted a treehouse type of uh, environment where it was a game announcement, gameplay, move on. Game announcement, yeah. gameplay, move on. And they stuck to the script so well that they controlled the narrative going forward. But for some reason, people are off script thinking that Starfield and all these games are coming to another platform. And then they just not. Just give up the ghost and go buy a Series S. Go. Little Man is in the store right now. Go purchase him if you can find him. Because apparently only only console selling out is the PlayStation 5. Yeah, right. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay, I got a, I got a couple I got to read here. Dovakin eighty nine says Colt, Miles, King, and Gaz. Fire, fire, fire! People are really they're having a good time tonight. Uh, Eric good. B says I just want to know how many knees King David has collected since the <laughs> Xbox and Bethesda show. Show me on uh, how many fingers. King thousands. David, I don't got that much fingers. I got thousands. I got thousands. <laughs> have you noticed my Twitter line? They don't bother me anymore. <laughs> oh man, you've been doing really good. Uh, Killer E three hundred five says. <laughs> Uh, Sony's SSD marketing is in shambles. 90% of the only possible games, oh yeah, this is another one, uh, are on PS4. We found out Godfall, which was written by uh, the the, in, the uh, developers and the media for PlayStation saying this was only possible on the PS5. Uh, we're seeing more games come to the PlayStation 4, which we've said for a long time that unless you're building it specifically to do something that these other consoles can't do. We're, that's kind of a sham. Uh, but more people are playing it. Godfall isn't, you know, maybe it needs some more sales. Uh, Micaiah, Mikai28 says, King, we need to make a shirt saying Xbox has your games. Oh I can't God. wait. <laughs> and one, one more, one more, and then uh, we'll, we're going to get right into E3 um, with a little twist. Uh, David Kirkhoff says, King, you look... Weird with your computer screen <laughs> reflecting off your glasses. Uh, hey, come on! He's got. He's watching the show. He's got to keep up with the with the chat and everything. Uh, let's go around. Let's go around the room. I want to talk about E three, but the 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 story is exclusives. But I want to start off this discussion. Uh, 
I also need to say we have over 1,400 people watching live. Thank you all for showing up. Uh, my voice, this is Colt Eastwood, and I'm here with Miles Dompierre from Windows Central, King David from Iron Lords Podcast, Gaz from Game On Daily. We are super excited, Xbox fans, to talk about these games. Uh, if you're listening uh, in your earbuds, you might be using Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, or whatever to listen on demand if you're not here live. Those of you are, who are here live, Thank you for coming and seeing our, our faces. We're having a good time. <laughs> All right, let's start with Miles. We'll go down to King, and then we'll hit with da- Gaz. What I want to know is, with this big show, what was the multi-plat that you were most excited about and why? The multi-plat that I was most excited about at the Xbox show. That, that's interesting. I mean, I guess we didn't see a ton of multi-plats, generally Three speaking. Three or four, maybe? Yeah, there, was, yeah. there wasn't a ton. But for me... Back for Blood, baby. I love Left for Dead. Yes. I love Left for Dead. I've had a Left for Dead shaped hole in my heart for a decade. So yeah. I've played the Alpha. It feels good. It's, oh, you it's, have. Ex- it's exactly what I wanted from a Left for mm-hmm. Dead. Because me and my friends, we would, we would ask ourselves, what would a Left for Dead 3 even look like now? Would it be the yeah. same? Would we even <laughs> want that? Like, would a Left for Dead 3 even be good? And then I played Back for Blood, and I was like, yes. It's basically it's the good. classic Left 4 Dead that you know with roguelike elements. So there's a card system that mixes it up. Every single match feels fresh. That dropping in Game Pass Day 1, Battlefield, step aside. All right, we got Back for Blood, what? which... I'm, I'm oh. coming for your blood, aren't you? <laughs> oh. I mean, don't get me wrong. Battlefield looks dope. Battlefield looks really dope. But Back for Blood of the third party, it's, it's number one. It's renewed. Nah. Yeah, it's mine battle. too, but I, I, well, you're not going to hear from me, but it is mine too. Miles, like, I mean, Far Cry 6 looks amazing, too, but Back for Blood is like the surprise showing. King, what was the multi-plat that's available on PlayStation and PC? What was the (laughs) multi-plat that that you were most excited about? Okay, well, being that I'm a Left 4 Dead junkie, all right, um, Back for Blood definitely uh, will take the crown. But but (laughs) I I have to say, I have to say, um, and it... There goes my hundred and forty dollars right there, and I'm holding out hope on um, the battlefield that uh, I get a chance to get that, you know, in Game Pass uh, because I will rent the server, I will get my sixty-four versus sixty-four on um, the grappling hook, the the the, the glider suit, yeah, um, yeah. J- jumping in the jeep, jumping in a helicopter, jumping in a tank, uh, hitting a boat. Those little things that Battlefield does that's completely different from any type of war-like environment game uh, still stands out to me. And I thought they're bringing the thunder this time. It's no longer 1876. I'm no longer riding a camel, you know. <laughs> and, 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 Not it, it, yes, yes. They finally woke up and decided to really compete this year. So... Um, those two will occupy the most of my time, but if I only had 70 bucks, it's back for blood. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, we guys, got, what are you going to say? People what's your, what's on your, this panel. I see how it is. Your I number, see how it is. I see how what's it your is. number one multi-plat there, guys? What, 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 what wowed you at the show that's available for everyone? Gotta be Battlefield, man. At least it looks like a next-gen game. <laughs> I know. Um, no, I, I, lo- I, lo- I love Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead had such a fond memories of me and I, I and I, I can't wait for back for blood 
the amount of fun I had. We didn't. Well, I mean, I have fun. When we bought it, me and my friends didn't know what it was about. We didn't look into it. We were like, it's got four-player online co-op. And right. we screamed like little <laughs> girls at the start. Uh, like, literally, because we didn't know what was going on. It was so much fun. I mean, back then, uh, you were little, right? <laughs> well, I hear King David is quite... I'm only five foot eight. He's going to hold me like a little gnome <laughs> when I meet him. <laughs> Tell him, guys. Let me cradle, me, cradle me to the... the <laughs> Uh, are, are we all going to E3 next year in LA? Yes, of course. Raise your hands. Are we all going? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to go to the Game Awards show this year. Oh. In, in, in the chat, let us know if you plan on, if they open up E3 in person, do you plan on making the trip to LA and going to see the festivities? Let us know in the chat. Say E3, I'm in. Write it in there and we'll take a look here. Uh, I know Zocker's in the chat. Paris showed up. Paris will be there, I'm sure. Zocker, I know he wants to be there. He was planning on being there last year, but they canceled. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Are you in for E3? Let us know. Uh, so that takes care of the multiplat. So let's start at the very beginning with Starfield. Um, Miles, uh, it, it leaked ahead of time, but it, tell yeah. us how the reception went for you. We, I've been on a bunch of podcasts going into this show, and everybody was talking about what did they expect to see first? What is Xbox going to kick the show off with first? And yeah. a lot of people, myself included, were kind of expecting Halo to be the big kickoff. Like, more, if you're a Halo fan, get people hyped, show them the nostalgia, like the multiplayer. They tap into the nostalgia hard with that, and that would have been a good way to get fans kind of amped up and ready. I was not expecting the Starfield reveal and then god howard walking out on stage and like giving us a, a <laughs> breakdown of what starfield is and that it is an xbox exclusive but in hindsight i think that was the perfect move because going into the showcase going into this year the conversations surrounding bethesda have been dominated by exclusivity is mm -hmm. this going to be an xbox exclusive is this coming to playstation that has dominated more than people talk about the game more than people even ask what the hell Starfield is, people were talking about, is it an Xbox exclusive? And it was, I was so tired of those conversations. Like, we, we knew. Like, the writing was on the wall. We knew what it was going to be. So I'm glad Xbox came out on the biggest stage of the year and said, yes, if you want to play the biggest and best Bethesda games, you, you got to be part of the Xbox ecosystem in some way. So it was cool. It was still very cryptic. And it was surprising to me that we got a release date considering it was so far out. But I'm glad that yeah, that was shown. a year and a half. Yeah, year and a half out. And we still, we still don't really know. There's been some interviews where Todd Howard has called it the Skyrim in space and uh, the, the Han Solo simulator and stuff like that. But I'm looking forward to next E3 when maybe we can at least see what the gameplay is going to be for this. The teaser was cool. I'm excited for people who are excited for it. I personally need to see some more before I get fully on board the Starfield train. No pun intended on board. Uh, <laughs> King, the game was, uh, or the trailer was in engine. So right. that's like what the game will look like. So what were your thoughts? Uh, how did it receive for you? Okay. Well, when, um, you know, God Howard, uh, came out <laughs> minus the leather jacket. Um, I knew <laughs> the leather jacket is only made for truly really big reveals. So understand that he came out leisurely just to let you know, listen, I've heard you talk. I'm tired of hearing you talk. This is what we have in engine. This is going to be representative of what the game can look like, uh, should look like, and hopefully get to this level of quality. Um, 
later on today they put out a tweet with a little bit more and I, I retweeted that to tell you guys shut up and sit down um because a lot of guys are crying i didn't get a chance to see nobody shoot the gun like <laughs> i really <laughs> wish they would have had a trailer with an in-game engine with him sticking the arm out the window with a gun and just shooting the gun and just saying shut up <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't really get super excited for stuff that I haven't really partaked in, right? So we get uh, excited for Back for Blood because we know that these guys at Turtle Rock uh, have done Left for Dead, and we can honestly know that they uh, know how guns work, how the positioning of the maps and stuff like that work. So we have a real idea of what we're getting into and what we can just build ourselves up for. You know, it's it's a real reason why we see a Halo trailer and we, yeah, we really got to have that. Now, when you see something that you don't know about and you can say, oh, you're curious about it. Good. I would like to see more. I would like to actually physically get a chance to play this game so I can tell you if I like it or I don't. I'm really indifferent about this game. Um, there's too many other Star Space games that I do have. I saw the Outer Worlds 2. And was super excited, more excited mm -hmm. than Starfield because I've played Outer Worlds 1. So I yeah. know what I'm going to get, and I want more of that. So me being excited for something that I truly don't know anything about or me being upset for something that I didn't see, I didn't have any expectations of something that I have no idea what it is. And the, the level of hate because you saw an engine alpha, you know, demo whatever the hell it was you just got a date and i think people wanted a date more than anything else because it was announced like five years ago so now that you have a date now that you can pin your hopes you guys that got your hopes pinned on this weird game pin your hopes on <laughs> hey. 11 11 22 and, and 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 just just leave it there and hopefully you're not disappointed me personally when it does come out i'm gonna try it it's gonna be in game pass and if i like it i like it if i don't i'm just gonna move on but it i can't get excited for something i don't know what it is you know i can't i'm excited for it i'm excited for it because of the you know i get it i completely you was excited out for fallout 76 how that work out for you I wasn't really not the same team. I'll be honest. Uh, well, it kind of was though, because you're thinking about it. Think about the Fallout world, right? Think about yeah. when they said this is a persistent world, and you'll be able to. They were slathering you up for this, and you remember Fallout New Vegas. We're, we're allowed to be excited, like, oh team. <laughs> this is gonna be amazing, <laughs> and it came out, and it was broken. <laughs> so, hey, man. I never lose hope. I never lose. I, I feel never. it. Different I mean, team. Gaz, Gaz, yeah. uh, knowing what you know, this is not the Fallout seventy six team. That that <laughs> this team, this is the this is the main team that's been working on this. So, Gaz, tell us what you expect. Uh, I think, we've kind of gone around about what uh, how we received it. Tell us what you expect and uh, how you received it. But what do you expect? Well, for Starfield. I'm just hoping it's a you know we don't see many hard sci fi you know if you know what hard sci fi is. There's many hard sci-fi mm. takes in gaming, and the the theme of that game just really intrigued me a lot more. I was a lot more, I was way more excited after I saw that. I was actually hoping it would be something like that, but I don't want to fall out or Skyrim and space. But this kind of alluded to that, uh, that kind of hard sci-fi. It almost feels like The Martian slash Interstellar. I love those movies, um, and oh, what's it Interstellar? But 
that kind of like you explore worlds and the world is telling a story and in a hot, hot, the well realized world. And I don't need to see the combat as much. It's more the notion of exploration. And if you listen to the narrative in that trailer, it was about humanity finding its footing again in space. And it's that whole intrigue of exploring space and you know finding what's out there. It's the whole notion that gets us so intrigued about you know in in popular franchises like Star Trek, for instance, going boldly when no man's gone. That kind of uh, yeah. hard sci-fi take could be really well done. This is apparently a culmination of their years of work, years of dreaming for like a, a, the best part of two decades that they've been imagining trying to make. So it can't just be a rudimentary game or I said it's not pull-out, it's not rudimentary, but I think they're going for, going for something special with, with Starfield. They're going for the stars on something. Yeah, but no, they, yes. they they really are. They really are, and uh, and and I'm really intrigued, and I can't wait to see. It. I can't wait to see it. And, and, and you know, David's like, it's gonna be Fallout seventy six again. No, no, I didn't know. I didn't say. I didn't say that. All right. I just. I just. I don't. I don't get it. That's that's just me. You know, from my standpoint, I just really don't get it. I have so much now that I really don't need to be worrying about something a year and a half later. But no, for yeah. you, yes, I'm I'm happy for you. <laughs> no, but it's the notion because no one else is going to offer that. No one is uh, going to offer potentially. Oh, I, no I'm man's sky. Uh, well, no, oh, no, 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 listen, I'm not trying to be the Debbie Downer here, and I'm not trying to be the wet blanket, but I've, I've listened <laughs> you did a good to job so, of it. I yeah, know. but I've listened to so much hyperbole over things until I actually get in and consume But this it is not, I mean, this yeah. is not even something that's completely out of reach. It's just literally a narrative, it's like a tonal thing going for hard sci fi. It's well, not like something unattainable. It's, right. uh, it's from, well, the, from, the, from the trailer, it's what they exuded. If yeah. that the game could be <laughs> uh, I have to I have to I have to remind you guys like everyone drives me crazy when they come at me about being excited about Bethesda acquisition and they say Fallout 76 like really that's the only game they've put out that I can think of that I actually like that game, wasn't though. really great I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I just actually like the game. I actually like Fallout oh 76. Oh my god! You yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, okay. you can say whatever you want to say. I'm those two DLCs that they got coming out right now that will be inside Game Pass. I mean, it, maybe in the beginning when you tried it in the beginning, I will say go back and try it right now. A lot of things I, have I played changed. it at FPS yeah. Boost. I mean, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I, it's just it's there should be good. Taste. There should be good things. Quiet yeah, taste. there should be good things. <laughs> Uh, let me hit some business here. We got a uh, pixel bit. G says to join this room. He actually wrote this super chat before King started tick ticking us off. <laughs> he said the join this room right now is exclusive. Uh, bone dead fossil 48 says, thanks. Colt miles King gas for the podcast. No, thank these gentlemen for coming here and taking their time to talk about what they love with an amazing, uh, audience of over 1400 people watching live. Thank you so much. Uh, Makai28 says, what I got from this E3 is Xbox is pissed. Yeah, yeah you, yeah, you you poked the sleeping giant, and now he's coming at you. Yeah, Xbox has finally arrived. We're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, Dovakin89 says, Starfield sounds like Skyrim on steroids. I actually thought he wrote asteroids, which would have been <laughs> a great pun. <laughs> Skyrim on asteroids. Uh, Evan Washington says, shout out to the panel. Turned into Iron Lords for the first time this weekend. Oh, man, where have well, you been, you, Evan Washington? 
You got to check, but thank you. Yes, this they're amazing. Uh, he's this is his first yeah. time checking out Iron Lords podcast prior to E3, and he says, "I am now a King fan." Ooh, thank you, nice. brother. Thank you. Uh, Edward King says the Horizon Five trailer has less than two million views in two days, but almost as many likes. 120,000 likes on YouTube as Gran Turismo 7 with 10 million views. Uh, Edward King's doing some uh, go- some Google and YouTube analytics there to see uh, what is liked and what's not liked. Uh, also remember that Xbox pushed out all of their content in different languages and ASL. They're all about accessibility, so everything gets spread across different points. But, you know, this PlayStation stuff's really popular. Uh, Brigaders Blue says, after showing all that's coming to Game Pass in the near future, how jam-packed is it, and what are your thoughts on the subscription numbers for Game Pass by year-end? Let's start with Miles. What do you think the subscription numbers are going to be for Game oh. Pass by the end of the year? I think $30 million is safe. I think $30 million is a safe number with with their commitment. Their new co- we knew Halo Infinite was coming. That was going to move the needle. There's going to be people who maybe have fallen out of love with Xbox, haven't played it for a while. They're going to see that they can play Halo Infinite and Game Pass back. Let's go. Let's squat up. I haven't played with you since college, dude, but the new Halo's here. Let's go. So there's going to be a bump there for sure. But you got the messaging from Phil. Big Papa Phil came out on stage. And he's like, every single month, we're going to give you one noteworthy title in Game Pass. Every wow. single month, we're going to get, pull new people in, and we're going to keep the people subscribed, signed up to this service. So I think $30 million is a safe, easy number. I would love to see it pumped higher than that. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with 30 for now. That's my safe, safe Ga- guess. Gaz, your savings account is on the line if you, if you uh, bid incorrectly. But what do you think the Xbox Game Pass number will be by uh, holiday or close to Christmas? Yeah, jokes on you. I have no savings. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, I would say around about 28. I think 30 is, uh, 30 is quite attainable especially and people have said this that halo is going to be the catalyst towards that tipping point that seeing that 30 million is seen as a tipping point where it's now super sustainable right but i think 28 mm. uh, and 28 is still extremely high in my opinion at the end of this year you're talking about a matter of a few it months it's pretty now. high yeah yeah mm. so uh, yeah like that, that's uh, that's my number but i don't know if they'll disclose it but yeah xbox's game pass's trajectory is just up it's only a question of when not if yeah, he just said 18 million at the E3 show. So uh, if you would have said 20, I would have been like, yeah, maybe that 30 is attainable, but we still have six months. Uh, I guess somebody could do a graph and kind of figure out maybe 30 is on the trajectory and all the big games are going to start coming out. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into that. Old Dirty Gamer says, why is it Xbox guys always buy PlayStation for single player for their single player fix? But PlayStation guys will just wish and work for Xbox's destruction, including the media. Well, I mean, I don't believe the media has anything against Xbox. I just think sometimes there's a just double standard, but uh, you can get mostly everything on Xbox except for the big exclusives. So, uh, Raphael uh, Geraldo says, great show, Colt. So you got my Lord King on. What's up to Miles and Gaz also? He's got a question for the panel. Any news for larger memory expansion cards? Because E3 is crazy and my rear end is running out of space. Uh, pause. I've already got an external. So, uh, Miles, have you heard anything about the expansion cards? Like they're opening up for third party. Yeah, I'm hoping you know? we see. I, I hope we see that this holiday. I haven't heard of any companies saying that they will have one ready for this holiday season. But I'm in the same boat. I got the Xbox expansion card. I'm at 95 percent 
between my two mm-hmm. terabytes on the Series X, my my hard drive every time a new Game Pass game comes out is like, please, God, no more. I, I can't. Flight Sim. I haven't pre God, I don't know what how what I'm going to get rid of to install Flight Sim. So hopefully we get some news soon, but I haven't heard any concrete details on a date, unfortunately. Yeah, they're opening it up for third party, so the price will come down once that gets into the market and gets in motion, but I haven't heard anything about ex- bigger size of you guys. No, I haven't heard anything yet. That's going to be a, a problem, a good problem to have. Um, a, a problem for the PlayStation side as well, because we haven't had zero on, uh, on expansion. Yeah, where's their, their expansion card? Yeah, um, let's, nice. talk about, let's talk about the next game that Blue Mines and, and Ocular... <laughs> ocular places with uh stalker two. Uh, oh my god king gave let's go okay. with you uh, as you as you jump back in here uh tell me what you thought of stalker two this is uh a short timed exclusive uh reportedly just three months but tell us uh, i'll take 2. it um I, well when i saw the guns i didn't believe it like the the last trail I, I, if y'all can go back to that I was like, I don't, I don't care for just seeing guns, all right? And don't show me no guns with no backgrounds and all zoomed in and looking all great and using all your power on the guns because it's not real. This is lies. And then I saw the game. Took my breath away. It actually showed me what Jason Ronald and the team uh, has concocted with the power of this console. And the tool sets look like they set in people. It looks like the tool sets are maturing, and um, this stuff is starting to whistle along. Uh, Stalker, from what I hear, has never looked this good in its life. And uh, right now, it's set to look incredible on a Series X and a Series S console uh, with true ray tracing. And when I say true ray tracing, you know what I'm talking about. Go to Digital Foundry if y'all thought y'all were seeing ray tracing. Um with true, true rate, yes, I'm petty as hell. Um, <laughs> I don't care, you know, I don't care because I don't need to be apologetic to people that was kicking sand in my face. I went and I worked out, y'all in trouble now. Um, <laughs> so, but you know, to, to see uh, the lightning in the background and you using that rail gun in a dark room where you're shooting it and it's sliding up and illuminating the room while you're hitting your target while the blood splatter is hitting the wall while a gun is individually like, uh, it's just, it was so much, you was having an eye-gasm of of so much graphics going on at one time. The floor was wet, it was raining. And then you looked up at the the metal railing on the wall where the lightning hit and you saw it illuminate the the countryside at the bottom. Like if you was really just, I I looked at it like probably like a hundred (laughs) times. If you really looked at it and took that scene in, it looked incredible. Mm. We're at a point now where uh, games of this stature and there's there's not discrediting uh, the company that's making the game or the developer that's making the game. What I'm saying is that somebody with a supreme budget, right, uh, of these AAA titles, and I hate giving A's to stuff, but... You, you know what I'm talking about, a, a, a game that has been funneled money. When games like this that you know that they're working their hardest on can achieve level of fidelity like this, all I want to know is how does this thing play? How does the guns handle? 
how how does it feel does it feel bungee is does it feel i don't want it floaty i want it to feel weighty i want it to have that gravitas mm-hmm. um because when he was sitting at the campfire talking to the dudes i was like i was into it i'm looking at the fire i'm like the fire looks good this guy's teeth look incredible um, <laughs> <laughs> the guy's teeth. did you see because you know but, okay the reason why I said the guy's teeth is before when they showed you the trailer, they showed you the guy's faces and they showed you the player model, right? And he was really like zooming in on the teeth and showing you some stuff. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I didn't know that would be relevant when they were sitting at the campfire and they were talking. I was like, yo, dude, teeth do look crazy. Right? So yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. this stuff looks really good and rich. And, uh, and for three months, good, I'll take it. You know, I'll, I'll take the exclusivity for three months uh, to have it to play first. And if it's inside Game Pass, I'm definitely going to dabble in it. Um, but it was amazing. Absolutely amazing hey, King, to see. May, might I have permission to take in, take some knees? Oh, go get them. <laughs> uh, we got An- Angelo Angabu in the, in the chat that says, laugh out loud. Come on. Stalker 2 doesn't look better than Horizon 2, which uh, he's a big what? fan of. Horizon Forbidden West, but he doesn't know what the name is. <laughs> all right, so, all right. That's funny. All right, so time out. So, so I, I he, go, thinks, I got, he thinks I, that Stalker 2 doesn't look as good as Horizon Forbidden West. Both games look phenomenal. Yeah, thank you. Thank One you, game David. looks... Stalker looks completely photorealistic. Uh, Miles, take us in with this spicy take. Tell us... Uh, and you can you can teach Angela here. Uh, I said his name wrong, but Angelo. but he's probably playing it on PlayStation. Uh, t- tell 4. Tell us I about Stock. Tell <laughs> Angelo and 1,400 people t- uh, watching. Tell them what you thought of Stalker Two on screen. Like King mentioned, the last demo that we shot, saw of this game was kind of weird. It was yeah. here's it was gun porn, like highly detailed guns just <laughs> yeah. spinning in a circle slowly. Like, yeah, look at those textures. Yeah. And then they're like, Hey, we're giving every character in the game unique teeth. And you're like, okay, okay. sick. And like, here's <laughs> okay. zooming in on ugly, like shattered teeth. And, and you're like, okay. But it just goes to show you the attention to detail. This team is putting into stalker two is absurd. What, and we saw that, like you mentioned, when they're sitting around the campfire, you notice those teeth. Yeah. Like as much as I love Demon Souls, one thing I hated about Demon Souls is that every single character had the exact same teeth, and it was <laughs> off-putting. It's a minor thing, but every time someone would talk, they had the exact same pearly whites. And I'm like, no, you're living in a dungeon. You don't have massive pearly whites. Stop that. So teeth check too. To see those details come to life in Stalker Two is really impressive. And like King said, the budget between Horizon and Stalker Two is probably night and day. Yeah, uh, the budget oh, for Horizon yeah, is yeah. probably astronomical compared to that of Stalker Two. They're completely different art styles as well. There's yeah. no need to directly compare them, which I, I can't yeah, it's... stand the the direct comparisons. Like this game looks better. There, it's this game cell shaded. What are you talking about? Yeah. They're not even in the same wheelhouse, and that's how I feel yeah. about Stalker Two. And Horizon looks incredible. I'm not denying that Horizon looks incredible. Stalker Two is something different. Stalker Two looks incredible in a different way, way yeah. more realistic. Um, Horizon style. Ratchet and Clank looks looks incredible in a totally different way. Somebody tried to compla- compare Hellblade Two, which looks n- photorealistic. Yeah. Uh, compare that to Ratchet and Clank. I'm like, what? You can't. Why? That's like saying which painting is better to two different people. It just doesn't <laughs> yeah. comply. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. For Horizon Forbidden West looks phenomenal. We're all in agreement. It looks great. Open world has a really great art style. That's like. Yeah. You know, those games are near photorealistic, so they look really great. And then you get something like Forza Horizon 5, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. That oh. looks 
photorealistic and you're going to be going without an SSD. You're going to be going, you know, 150 miles an hour or 230 kilometers an hour, depending on where you're at. And you're going to be going super fast in those games. And that's all going to happen in real time in engine. Uh, absolutely amazing. Gaz, I want you to take us into our next game uh, that Xbox showed. Uh, this is a wild card, a curveball from Xbox. Avalanche Studios has partnered with Xbox to make Contraband. Uh, Ray, tell us me, what it is. Ask me about a game no one knows anything about other than because they showed you that little CGI thing that didn't say anything. But well, you've think, heard things. We've, yeah, we've talked yeah. a little bit. G- give it's us just, the sauce. It's the sauce. Tell us what you. I've heard it's a co-op high space game set in the seventies. Oh. Oh. oh yes. Uh, yes I have. And Miles told me all the Well not everybody's heard this, Gaz, so what? <laughs> not everybody's heard this. Reset it not for really? the audience. Oh. What, yes, what is contraband? Tell, contraband say it again. Apparently, according to voices in the background, um contraband is uh, uh, and, uh, is uh, possibly an open world co op game. Uh, set in the seventies, and it's all about heists. Uh, I'm, I, I'm in my, I'm imagining things like GTA heist. But I don't know what that's going to be like, is there? But we haven't yeah. seen anything. But yeah, that's uh, like a perfect candidate for Xbox's library, right? And Game Pass. Um, but other than that, I can't say much without actually having seen that. Uh, for, so four player co op is what we. Oh, I thought you were allu- alluding to the, its acquisition. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, 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 I, th- no, I think no, what no, we're no, hearing no. is four. four Four person co op online. Uh, we're also yeah. hearing that none of this is none of this is uh, you can take home and and write an article about. But uh, Windows uh, Central Gaming has some juicy details on uh, contraband. Let's oh, let's yeah? go with, oh. let's go directly to Miles. We'll push. Let's give take the floor. Yeah. So Jez put up an article recently because we we teased Project Typhoon for a little while. We've been mm-hmm. you know perpetuating the cyclone for a while. So we we've. We've had details. We've known this Real was quick, coming what is, for a little What does bit. Cyclone mean? Real quick. What does Cyclone mean? It was just the this, cl- uh... closest oh. thing to a typhoon. Like, it was the uh, closest uh, image. What, what, oh, okay, okay. And, but we don't know what Project Typhoon means, right? It was just the code name for this project, which okay. ended up being Contraband, the official title. So, yes, mm-hmm. four-player co-op, heist them up that can be played single-player as well. Um, and it sounds really compelling because... It seems like it's less about like Grand Theft Auto heists. You can run in, you can shoot them up, and you can you can just go in guns blazing. And it seems like this is less about that and more of like like they showed that map table. Like you're laying out mm-hmm. your plan. Here's your mission. So to me, it's almost like '70s Ocean Ele- Ocean's Eleven vibes. Like you're planning Ooh. out this grand heist with the squad, and everybody's collaborating to get the job done. That'd be wicked. Ooh, that nice. sounds great. Nice. That, that sounds. So great. I mean, how soon are we going to see contraband? Summer, <laughs> right? Summer is that what they said? Correct me Summer. if I'm wrong, but or did they just say 2022? I, I'm blanking in the on that news. Yeah, I said 2022. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, next year. Okay. Um, let's see here. I've got Neil B says hi, Colt, Miles, King, and Gaz. Just like to say thanks for all you do. What what great support. Um, and Captain Duffy says this was the best show ever, but we're still missing one genre, and that's the third-person action adventure. If Xbox nails that, PlayStation won't be required for him or for whoever he's talking to. And Dovekin89 <laughs> says, the hurricane heist. He puts a little typhoon or a whirlpool emoji that we saw so many times. <laughs> uh, King, let me ask you, uh, is there a third-person action adventure game in the works? You've been talking to a couple studios. 
Tell us what Compulsion is working on. We didn't hear from them. <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know what he's talking about, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Anyway, um, <laughs> the third person genre, uh, it's, it's going to come. Uh, you know, that's uh, Cognito's hashtag, just one. Uh, he wants that game oh, so yeah. bad. You know, um, and it, it's going to come from one of these studios. You know, um, it, be it uh, is it Joy in the Dark? Uh, it, it could be anything. Um, it could be Hellblade too. You can actually get it there. You know, these games will be made, but I think those games take a longer turn in the tooth to be produced, uh, to be thought out. If you want a concise story, if you're building a world, you're building character building with NPCs that, you know, that aren't bland. So um, don't, don't think these games from, from the PlayStation side just, you know, popped up like that. Those took years and years of failures mm-hmm. and, and stuff to build uh, for uh, horizon. And, this guy's so crazy about Horizon. For a lot of people, that game was boring. I fell asleep every time I played it. Shout out to Randall Thor. Um, you know, uh, I think he fell asleep too, or, or uh, you know, playing the game or whatever. But um, the game was boring to me, and I'm, I still didn't make it through the game. To be honest with you, so when I see uh, part two, I'm like, mm, okay, let me finish one first. You know, so it's it's. And that was all because I thought the NPCs in the world was really bland. So I, I want a rich story. I want uh, rich, intriguing characters. And I want them to take their time. I don't want them to go half-cocked trying to uh, chase Sony down a, a lair. That yeah. they're, they're, that's not their lane. You know, what we did see uh, from this show, and, it, you know, I can't get amped for contraband because they showed nothing. So all I'm thinking about is Smuggler's Run. If, if anybody remembers Smuggler's Run, uh, I was thinking about that. I was getting those vibes, you know, to me. And I don't care about dropping off dope or whatever. I got to drop off a gun someplace else. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let me go do that. Let me go get this run. Let me go drop the stuff off and, you know, get back to the base and meet with the dudes. I, I don't know. So um, when I get a chance to play that game, I'll be amped up for it. But Microsoft is in the works doing it, and they hear you guys. I, trust me. They hear you guys, and they know that they have to hit with those games. So if they don't hit with them, what you're gonna say? You're gonna say, "Oh, you know, it sucked. Another flop for Microsoft." So don't rush it. Take your yeah. time, and 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 yeah. work on the games that we do know. Because I know all those games on the list that we do see, those games are gonna be trickling in very soon. And when they start hitting. And those games really like a vow. I really wanted to see a vow. I was told that it was supposed to be there. A uh, guy lied in my DMs. Um, <laughs> but I really well, wanted to see that game so bad, really. Out of well, all I mean, Xbox isn't, Xbox isn't done for the year. Uh, nope. We may see more at... Uh, we're hearing that there's going to be another small portion of presentation for Video Game Awards in December. But... Uh, the, the next big thing they showed at E3, uh, I'm going to go to Gaz first on this, was um, the nail biter. Does Halo Infinite look good? Did it improve? Gaz, oh, what happened with Halo Infinite? Did they drop the ball? Man, oh God. It was impossible to have a good E3 if Halo falls. Would drop? That sounds weird. Uh, no, <laughs> if the ball was dropped with Halo. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, Halo's balls dropped a long time ago. Uh, no, but uh, Halo, <laughs> <laughs> Halo Infinite, man. Like it had so much going against it, and like we didn't see a, much of the game, uh, the campaign, but we saw that fly through. Which is incidentally something called you were actually saying really that they should nice. do about Fable and stuff like that. But it goes to show yes. the the impact yeah. of a flyover, uh, because that almost single well not single handedly is in in conjunction with the massively impressive multiplayer. But that kind of like derailed a lot of the, the you know the skepticism because that just that that slight that one flyover just said oh you know what the game looks like art yeah. fine we'll give it that it we'll give good. you a bit of oh and then we saw Chief and oh Cortana and it Fonz already shout out to Fonz. Man, he is a big critic of 343 because he really comes from a yes. position of passion yeah. with Halo and the, the narrative, particularly the narrative point. But for him to then turn around, it speaks volumes about what 343 have attained with, with Halo. Like they really brought... I, I'm astounded. Like, we, I was very critical. We all were very critical. And I said, look, you know, some people were saying heads have to roll. And that was a bit crazy. But uh, we, we did say, like, we were like, okay, 343, this is your third strike. And Bonnie Ross has actually acknowledged that. He said they got the, you know, they half of it right with Halo 4, half of it right with Halo 5. Now they have to get all of it right. Yeah. But, but oh man, you know, look, the, the, the graphics, they look mad. The tone and the story, they're bringing it back. They're going to reconcile it. I can't wait. I can't wait to play a massive Halo nerd. But with the multiplayer is- as well. Multiplayer, oh my god, I'm going to stay single forever, man, because that game looks <laughs> We already knew that, Gaz. We already knew that. Uh, give us real quick, what was your reaction, Gaz, like when, when we started to see those montages? We were watching the show live. Yeah. Uh, we were in a party. Uh, how was your reaction? And I want to go to, oh. I want to go to Miles next. Oh, man, Tell, I, I think... Us- it's unhealthy to be, for as an adult to be that excited about a game. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy, man. I mean, uh, they really, they, they just, just was mad. I was just like, I was jumping up and down like like a madman. And because, like, I, I, you know, you say three for three better deliver a good, great multiplayer, but you don't know what mm-hmm. it actually looks like until you see it. And then they they made it look good. They made it feel like Halo Three and the old Halo and Halo Two in many aspects and Halo One. They brought it, the spirit back. But then they added a tetanus shot to it and brought it to modern times. That grappling hook, yes. I can't wait to get a hold of that. Ooh. Oh my god, that grappling oh, hook looks mad. The grapple. Oh, to that warthog flipping around. I just got that. Those flashbacks of those those scenes. Um, and, there's, and there's these quality of life updates with the overshield. We saw it with the uh, you know the multiplayer breakdown. Like you know, the, and, oh, there's these tiny little things as well. The, the little. Uh, the the counter shield of almost that's such a good mm-hmm. touch, but you can like almost like a rocket jump, jump up. The 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 cadence in the gameplay, the the smoothness of it, the impact of that gunplay. Just I'm I'm itching to play that. It's criminal. It, like it's like I, it's free to play. It's like how spoiled are we? But I think I think look, you have to look. Three four three were raped, through, <laughs> and, and and they it's still still the jury's out because we haven't had the game right. We haven't had the a game in our hands, but you know, look, we gave three four three a really hard time, a really oh, hard yeah. time, and they they really suffered. And it would have been a very difficult conversation because these people's livelihoods here, and you know, people are saying they were crunch and this and that and nonsense, right? But just as hard as we went on three four three, we should really make a concerted effort to really acknowledge what they've actually done. And I think you know, yes. and the community is doing that naturally because the game looks so good. I think we should take a moment to like, let's say three four three. You know, mad respect to you 
that you took the time, you delayed it, you listened to us, because it's not easy to delay the flagship title of an Xbox, no less Halo, and then to, to deliver something. So, Craig delayed it, yeah. Craig's now got textures <laughs> on his face. So yeah, shout yeah. out to 343, shout out to Phil, shout out to everyone, shout out to Bonnie Ross. We have a lot yes. of respect. You've been in tremendously uh, like forthright and transparent, despite the un- unimaginable critique. So, yeah. um, uh, sorry, I, I started yes. to rant there, but I say well, thank you so much. Very well said. Yes, shout out to 343. Uh, shout out to Evan Washington for becoming a channel member. Uh, he's got the Joanna Dark yep. emoji badge. If you join, you'll get that next to your name, and uh, you get a green name, so it's easy. You got Yodani in the chat as well to show up. Uh, Miles, tell me how Halo Infinite hit for you. Oh. Uh, there's a smile on your face. I can oh. see it already. <laughs> Take us through it. Halo Infinite showed up. I, I, love, I love Halo. Halo is one of my one of the most important video game franchises in my life. And I liked Halo 4. I thought Halo 5 was fine. Um, so there's been a stretch of time where I haven't been in love. I've got some FPS side pieces, you know, that yeah. I need to satisfy my needs in the meantime while <laughs> Halo gets their stuff together. And what we saw from Halo Infinite at the showcase, like Gaz mentioned, it it shut down a lot of the criticisms. It shut down a lot of the narratives of what Halo Infinite was going to be. They, there was a lot of conversation that Halo Infinite wasn't going to do this. Halo Infinite wasn't going to do what it needed to do. Uh, we got the beautiful panoramic shot of, of the updated campaign, which they they didn't give us any brutes. They weren't going to show any brutes to zoom in. I was Team Handsome Craig. I wanted shirtless Craig, abs oiled on the mountainside, just glistening in the sun, be like, What's up? Craig got his glow up. I wanted that level of confidence. I didn't get yeah. that, so slightly disappointed there. But we got a good taste of what the campaign's going to bring, what the narrative's going to bring, and that multiplayer. Oh, oh! People tried to write off that grappling hook at the first reveal. To them, I say no. Oh yeah, that nah. grappling hook. Oh, oh! What they were showing. You got to earn that. Jacking multiplayer. You got to go yeah. grab it. Yeah. Jacking, yeah. The, jacking the vehicles with the grappling hook. Grappling weapons into your hands. That's nice. I mean. You look yeah, at, how do you look at that? If you if you like any first person shooter at all, how do you look at that and say, oh, Halo's whack? Halo's yeah. whack. No, no one said that. And the last time we had the showcase, I wasn't that negative on it. I didn't think it looked that great. But I remember watching yeah, the, yeah. the gameplay and be like, this looks cool. This looks yeah, fun. That was good. And, then, and then going on Twitter and be like, oh God, people did not <laughs> like this. Jesus, this game is getting like Gaz said, rake through the coals. I went on Twitter after the stream kind of expecting <laughs> someone to be like, oh, this still looks like trash. Nothing. My Twitter yeah. feed was so positive, and I, it just felt yes. so good to have a good showing from Halo Infinite. So, it's yes, let's time. go. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Toxic Knicks fan says, I'm not going to lie. That Halo campaign trailer had a grown man teary-eyed. Made me think about <laughs> how many hours I spent inside that helmet. Truly amazing. So, King, I want to go to you. Let's talk about the slow moment of Master Chief taking a step out of that derelict ship in the zero gravity. Uh, tell us like what you were thinking, how the game looked, what you saw, and what you noticed in that well, moment in the dark. Well, well, first and foremost, I was happy when they got rid of uh, Dude Buddy, the the little space dude that was like his like his co-pilot or whatever the hell that was. I really hate that buddy cop thing that they were doing. No, I, no. I really couldn't oh, stand no. it. I, yeah, I didn't no. like the, the, the comedy of it. I, it. It really hit wrong. It was it, it left a sour taste in my mouth. 
uh, from the first. I really could not stand it, and it was super cringe to me. And the fact that they made sure that it wasn't about dude, buddy, and kept him either off screen or or, or kill him off. I don't care. Like, <laughs> get rid of dude, Jeez. buddies. Um, oh. But when Master Chief like left the ship and was floating through space and moving, and you were seeing the hull of a ship destroyed, it gave me vibes. I think it was two. Was that Halo Two when he was in space? Uh, going from order was it three when they woke him up and you know mm-hmm. she was like yeah. chief wake uh, up four. wake up chief yeah. yeah whichever one it was I, i've been playing them so much um they start to blend together mm-hmm. it gave me those vibes and then he made it over there and he's talking to this new katana we don't know what her name is because it's not katana and um she was like she's supposed to be deleted i mean i remember crying when uh, Katana was going through the infinite and she said that she, you know, like she has to delete herself uh, oh, yeah. because she goes yeah. insane. And like the dynamic between the two characters and when he took her and, you know, put her in his little SSD slot in the back of his neck, um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, the fight is on. But I'm looking at the graphics and I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. They listen to all the criticism and they put together a true trailer that they left impressed by. You know, they were no longer dancing in the mirror by themselves thinking they got dance moves. They called other people inside the room and said, yo, how do I look dancing here? Oh, your, your left foot is weird, dude. Work on that left foot. And and, and they really got it together. And they, they took off the shiny pants. Dude, buddy is in the bushes. I didn't, oh I didn't get a chance to see him. So <laughs> I re- I, I, trust me, Ooh. that is the, the most cringe moment. <laughs> Like dude, buddy saves oh Master gosh. Chief in space and then jacks him up, and he's like, "Yeah, disgusting, absolutely oh, disgusting." Well, if we um, if we all got along, it wouldn't be a very fun show, would it? Let's right, but, 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 but I'm gonna block King on Twitter right now. It's over. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's, the but, hottest uh, take so far of the show. I, I just really I, I got like I got <laughs> But it's it's, it's I, I got to hit. I got to hit Jeff Grubbs, uh, super hilarious. Yeah. He says, love you, boys. Nice to hear some smart talk about games after a rough day at E3. Shouts to Verizon. He also said that the uh, the AI in Halo Infinite, her name is Cortuna. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, I want to say something. <laughs> Violet Femme says I'm on Summit King now as well. Uh, yeah, people love you, man. We love you. Like, all honesty, lots of smiles. Uh, I want to talk about something that people might not have uh, clocked, but uh, when Master Chief stepped out into the, um, into the derelict zero gravity and he's yes. moving around, and he, if you notice, like, he was kind of throwing away the dead bodies and the and the uh of the covenant and the and yeah. the wreckage like kind of thrown away but then when he came up to the military fallen soldiers like he he grabbed them lightly and respectfully moved them aside and gave a look at them a, a nice little touch that we haven't seen in halo in a while right, right. and um obviously there was there was a nice somber moment there the game looks really great and people said well they didn't show gameplay so what I wanted to explain to the audience here okay. is this game has a continuous camera. At all times, the camera is moving in and around. Never, I don't think, I don't know if it does many cuts, but right. it's always moving in and around the character in real time. So if in those moments of him in the derelict ship look really great, know that once the camera swings around behind Chief's head, yeah. you are looking at the exact same visual feature set that you will be playing when you go guns up in the game. So people who 
I, we didn't get to see campaign gameplay. So I, I wish we would have. But I do know that they have improved. His armor is way more yeah. war-torn. The yeah. guns have all those nicks and scratches and, and buffs on them. The game looks really great. I know we're excited. They did another showcase. Uh, raise your hand in the chat if you watched the multiplayer showcase that was up at around uh, 8 o'clock this Incredible. morning on the West Coast. Did Incredible. you guys watch it? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, sir. Um, so, I, so I, Gaz, I was going to touch on that because... <laughs> yeah, tell us what you saw, what you saw no, there. No, because the multiplayer felt like an old Bungie trailer. It felt like Bungie did the first trailer like when they did it before. And it just gave you that old feeling back. And I felt really pleased with that. And then this morning, I, well, I knew it on Twitter yesterday. This morning, they showed this. So I know, you know, go ahead, Gaz. I mean, it's just it's just as cheesed as Gaz is for it. Um, I've spent countless hundreds of hours with uh, the team, Lord Cognito on the team, um, putting TVs together, uh, landline in it uh you know 16 people in the house bringing back wow. that feeling of blood gulch uh sniping people playing capture the flag like i, I got your flag the flag that captured the flag when they jumped in the war hog it was like drive 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 <laughs> i'm like this is exactly what i'm yes. talking about and this is free to play you guys are <laughs> in for a hell of a treat and, and <laughs> i think 343 has deemed themselves Gaz, did you see the warthog wheel break off and and like yeah. the, the the bonnet? I'm I'm using the UK turnips. The bonnet comes off on the on the warthog. Tell us what your uh, you watched the thing. I did like a little montage today, uh, just yeah, for fun. Good montage, right? by the way. It was really good. Actually. <laughs> so it's really good. tell us what what's got you uh, what's got you hyped? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, David's right. Like it remind reminded you of that kind of old bungee kind of format of those those trailers as well that they showed off of the old Halos, and that felt like that as well. So I was like, oh, so I'm reminiscing back to it. But the game, oh man, it just it's also the I I don't know only the Halo faithful will will really understand uh, the little touches, right? But they've got this mode now, like like a practice mode for people who want to get in on the lingo and the callouts mm -hmm. and all that stuff. That's going to be needed because. Halo is actually a remarkably quite deep game comparatively to other first-person shooters in terms of the competitive play. Like uh, the the skill gap is really high because if it's higher time mm -hmm. to kill and you know that juggling play, one good player can dominate multiple e enemies mm -hmm. at once, which is why I like it. something like Apex Legends. This is why Halo is shines like that. But when you watch something like this, you, you see like they are going all out with the attention to detail, the quality of life updates, how the armor. I really like this uh, this uh, this little thing now where you know the the, the hit marks are they're highlighted, so you mm -hmm. can get headshots. Mm -hmm. It's weird. And has anyone noticed? Has anyone noticed how hard the head bounces when you get a headshot? The, mm -hmm. the, now my headphones almost came off. Their neck, your head comes off your <laughs> neck almost. So I'm just thinking, you know, when you're teabagging someone, they're it's gonna look kind of dodgy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's gonna look kind of something because that physics is all up in there. But um, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, why do I have to make it awkward? Now? We're just talking about hate. I love um, it. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people. I don't know if any people know. Like Gaz is like really proficient, great first-person competitive shooter. Like he gets on Apex, and when when he steps into the room, like people are like. 
Oh, sir. I, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you. Go ahead. Have your pick of a character. We'll step aside. Uh, this is uh, off topic, but Anton Williams says that Flight Sim is only 300 megabytes on the download. That's a pre-install. But yeah. he said he's looking forward to Scorn, which Phil uh, mentioned on oh, screen by yes. showing what's coming. They didn't even showcase it. That game is probably uh, coming really soon. I think it's 2021. Yeah, they, it's that's all they have for the date right now is 2021. Yeah, Ooh. so I mean, when I told you guys, I think I said this last week. I said it in, on other podcasts. I've been like Miles and I and King have been doing the rounds, getting on all these great shows. Uh, Xbox is going to show you more games than you can deal with. Uh, 108 <laughs> Dragon, my man Lemon, uh, I met him and hung out with him at E3 for hours. He says Halo did what King does. He showed us who is King. And if you want the throne, come and take it. Microsoft <laughs> killed it and showed us confidence. Let's go. Thanks, and Pixelbit G says, Brohammer is the human side of this war, King. Brohammer. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Islar18 says, Mr. Cole, after finishing Mass Effect Edition, nah. uh, yeah. and then watching that trailer from last year, it's clearly a direct sequel to Mass Effect 3 that uh, hits different now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, take your time, Bioware. Uh, get... Yeah bring everybody back in to make it. And Jonathan Douglas says, do we know if there'll be a dash mechanic in Halo? This will kind of finish out our Halo talk because we could stay here all night talking about Halo. We've got a couple more games to talk about before we uh, wrap up. Uh, is there dash? Is there sprint? And is I there... I didn't see it. Sprint, I didn't I see dash. it. What was the other mechanic? Oh, thruster. Yeah, dash, he means like the, th- yeah, the, the, the thruster the pack. Thrust for, yeah. I didn't, I yeah, didn't see it. It doesn't look like it. No, it doesn't look There's like sprint, it. There's so, sprint, though, so all those hardcore that don't like sprint and ADS in their game, get get with the times, all right? But they were against the grappling hook. I'm sorry, but you can't say anything now, man. Oh, the, oh that crowd is still that miles. Snatch that gun out number. your hand and shoot you with it. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's like they don't want the games to, to evolve, man. Could you like, imagine you're running out of bullets and before you just don't reload, you just snatch his gun out of his hand and shoot him oh, with his gun? Incredible. incredible. Yeah, oh, I, can't I, yeah I don't think that. they would allow that because someone would just go for grapple and just rip guns out and then just go butt, you know, uh, butt stock him with, in the face. Uh, we got. <laughs> we could talk about Halo all night. Or uh, all day, wherever you know, Gaz. It's like uh, it's like, like two in the morning for this guy. So give Gaz Ready. a shout out. Give Miles a shout out for being here, and of course, give King David a shout out for being on the show. This is the XNC podcast. We've got over fourteen hundred people watching live, and those of you who are listening on podcast platforms, we're on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcast, Pocket Pod- Podcasts, the XNC or the Xbox Newscast. So thank you so much for all of you being here. Uh, let's talk briefly about Outer Worlds. Really great trailer where the very self-aware Obsidian did this with both of their games. Uh, we'll just talk about <laughs> Outer Worlds, but they they were very self-aware that we're not ready, but we want to talk about Outer Worlds too. Miles is uh, nodding his head. Let's go to you, Miles. Tell us about Outer Worlds too. I, to me, Obsidian are the new kings of trailers. The grounded trailer, the Outer Worlds two trailer that they had. Like those, those people love video games and those people know how to know how to have fun with video games, which a lot of companies lose sight of. And that's exactly what the Outer Worlds 2 trailer did. Made fun of every single video game trailer (laughs) cliche you constantly see in a huge way. And it was so good. Outer Worlds, the Outer Worlds was something that caught me off guard by how much I loved it. Like there's been these conversations Mm -hmm. of like, you know, people wanted a new Fallout. 
after playing the Outer Worlds, I was like, you know what? I don't even need a Fallout for a while. This scratched that itch in a way that I don't even think Fallout could. Yeah. Great storytelling, great characters, amazing world. And now you give that team some some of that Microsoft cheddar, some of that Microsoft money. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Let's see what they do with this. Yeah. So, Gaz, uh, did you play Outer Worlds 1? Is this something you skipped out on that I need to smack you upside the face? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That, that's Don't exactly what you have to do because oh I my god no. No. Yeah, I know I need to play it yeah. people don't realize that when you spend oh, so much time please. making videos you also have time to play the games it's just so much no, yeah. guys, no. I need priorities priorities I have no excuse uh, it is a fallout light uh, it's very colorful it's very charming uh, my man King David did you play the heck out of Outer Worlds or well, did you skip um, it like Gaz because you're playing Apex Legends, not not yeah. uh, not toot my own horn of the Iron Lords podcast, but when we had Obsidian on, um, you know, we was privy to you know the DLC, and well, the two DLCs that came out. So yes, I finished the game. Uh, what type of Xbox gamer would I be if I didn't? <laughs> um, this is for you guys again. You've earned two today, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I love every aspect of the game. I love the fact that the, the, the trailer... Okay, so when the trailer was coming on, I thought it was um, Fable, right? So Oh, yeah, 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 time, I do too. Oh, yeah. The whole time it's coming through, I'm like, oh, my God, these guys are going for the juggler, right? <laughs> and then even when they went into space... I was like, fables in space? Like, I did. <laughs> I was just <laughs> in disbelief because we're doing the show. We're doing a live show and we're watching it. And I'm like, whatever. And then, you know, they, they pan out and they're just like, you know, they 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 taking jokes and stabs at everything, like Miles said. Um, and it was just beautiful knowing that this game is about to ship soon in, in the future. In the future. But, um,. <laughs> Yeah, in, in the future, in the same round at the same time that you get Starfield. Um, <laughs> not bad. But, I don't know about that, but, we'll but see. this but this one I feel real good about it because I really love the first one. I love both DLCs. They actually fixed the problem that I had with the first DLC. They actually went back and um fixed the problem that you had with it. And then when you got the second DLC, they allowed you to play from a position because it's um if if you didn't say right before, there was like a, a a bug to it that you had to start the game over. They fixed all of that stuff. They actually do listen to the consumer. The game is very, very vibrant. Um, it's very grounded. Uh, the NPCs handle like uh, like main characters. And your main characters handle like family. So when you're talking to them and you're picking your team to go out, you're like, man, I wish I would have did that mission with this dude. Or I wish I would have did this mission with this dude. So you know a lot of times you're going to be doing multiple missions, uh, having one saved and going back, having another saved just to see what the interaction would have been if you took this person in your party, opposed to having somebody else. And the banter in between the teammates is incredible so i really can't wait for that game i think obsidian is probably the crown jewel in microsoft stable to be honest with you because at this point in time their branching level of dialogue and their tech that they're using that they're sharing with other teams is, is it's going to be used and you're going to see that prevalent in a lot of their rpgs because it's ingenious in how they use it so yeah i can't wait for that game 
Yeah, I think we might see Outer Worlds 2 in uh, two or three years, maybe. Yeah. It's going to be a while, right? Miles, you yeah. thinking the same thing? Yeah, twenty. I mean, fall 2023 would be my earliest expectation <laughs> of that. <laughs> but time, time flies, too. People always, you know... I know it sucks to wait for stuff, but when you get my age, when you don't, you when you're in your seventies, time flies. This guy's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh! But uh, let's talk about the next. Well, uh, I mean, there. I don't want to talk about all of them. Like, Fight Sim looks great. It's probably one of the best looking games on anything. When it comes to Xbox, it'll be uh, you can't beat it, right? But right. I want to talk about uh, Forza Horizon Five, and I've. I've probably got about a thousand hours in this series among the four games and the DLC. It's crazy. And I've been known to play this game at least once a week or a couple times a week the whole entire time the game is out. So uh, let's talk to Gaz who just was like made a video for his for his channel. He turned off all the HUD and was immersed in the world that is Forza Horizon. What's your reaction to this showcase for number five? Man, like, we always knew Playground games were going to deliver, right? And it's not like the the previous game was any a slouch in the visuals department. But no one, I don't think anyone was expecting to this kind of this level of visual fidelity. Uh, we were astounded. I mean, Colt, me and you watched it together. We were just just astounded because it looked like photorealistic. It looked like real life. It's just like, wait, why is that that? That is like, you know, the best parts of Death Stranding with the rocks and the telemetry and everything. And then, and then mm-hmm. you know, what, what it made me realize is that, you know, the Mexico setting, man, you're like, we were all like, oh, man, it's not in Tokyo. It's not in Japan. But yeah, Mexico, yeah. yeah oh, man, I, I, that's all gone out of the window because Mexico looks... I want to visit that Mexico now because that, <laughs> that just game made... I'm not even joking. The game made me like, oh, wow, this place looks mad. It looks amazing. Uh, playground playground games are on an, on another level like what a good acquisition on microsoft's part because can you imagine what they will do with something like fable with oh man forza horizon just looks amazing i have some <laughs> i have some concerns i don't know what you guys do but i have some... <laughs> i just like the corner of my eye just see you guys playing about i guess i'll, I'll go back and watch what you guys are doing oh but, my, yeah my my cheeks hurt right here you guys got me like smiling the whole show i'm super excited super excited yeah gaz's reaction it looks great uh king david are you a racing fan yes I'm are you a snob Yes, I am. Okay, that a boy. <laughs> all right, so the fact that it's at 4K30, I was a little bit disappointed. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so now move the disappointment out of the way, right? Because that's the only thing that you could be disappointed at with this game. And uh, and that's not saying much because it looks uh, utterly amazing because at, at certain scenes, I thought it was at 4K60. You know, I really did. Um, but it was scenes that I thought they were doing uh, shots for location. Right. And I thought they were going into, you know, a conversation about, all right, this is a hillside in, you know, Cancun. And what we did was we had, the, uh, you know, we use a, a, what is it, a 12K camera. And he's talking about it. And then the car just whips past. And I'm like, yeah. what? This is actual <laughs> game? Are you serious? It, but the the biggest thing is okay. You can do that because we've been fooled back in the days with Sega Rally and stuff like that. There's one car on screen, and you can do stuff like this. Uh, well, back then for higher graphics, 
But this had at least five to six different cars on screen. And then it got to the biggest uh, part where it was at the volcano area. And then you've seen at least 10 cars on screen. And I'm like, how are they doing this without blowing up? Um, This is absolutely nuts. And then you realize this is not the new Forza Horizon tech. This is the, the same existing tech that they built on that made it so robust and i'm like wow they didn't reach the ceiling of this then you start thinking of further implications of this engine being used into other games and then like you said flight simulators engine being used to these photorealistic games these games literally looks like you were in mexico when they were going through the foliage i was checking the car right and i was looking at the car to see if the car actually moved the brush out of the way it actually did move the brush out of the way Right. It wasn't just like, you know, like, you know, Phantom going through leaves. Then you're looking at the Range Rover. (laughs) Shout out to Laura Cognito with his Range Rover. I hope you was watching this because this was you driving (laughs) through Mexico. Um, I'm looking at the ray tracing on the roof. Real ray tracing. I'm going to say it again. Not that fall ray tracing that you guys are used to on that other thing that y'all play with. Pause. Um, But I'm saying this real ray tracing that you get a chance to actually see. I just really couldn't believe what I was seeing. And I really Miles. was in a level of disbelief. Miles, Amazing. take us to Mexico. Yeah, this. Mexico. a lot of people were kind of dumping on Mexico as a setting because everyone had it set in their minds. It's going to be Japan. <laughs> Forza yeah. Tokyo Drift, it's in Japan. And then Mexico was revealed. And people were like, and I was like, you realize there's Mayan temples. You realize there's volcanoes, the beaches of Cancun. And this yeah. entire showcase was every single one of those locations being like, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And showing you exactly what driving through these locations looks like. I remember them having that static shot of just, just a road, cactuses, the mountainside. And I'm like, oh, man, that looks good. And then a car <laughs> drives by and I'm like, what the f- excuse me and then he starts talking about like we've modeled every single individual needle on these cactuses i'm like you're crazy you guys are crazy what are you doing Two hundred fifty thousand needles in the cactuses yeah we can talk about uh horizon being photorealistic but forza horizon 5 literally is photogrammetry is literally photorealism they scan a scene and they turn that into 3d objects that are in a game and it shows that the water Dude, the water physics oh, in this. Yeah. I couldn't when you when it shows the, the 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 shots of it just panning over the beach, I couldn't believe that that wasn't like a real location. Yeah. I couldn't believe they that that like was a, a real location like, and we were gonna be yeah. playing it this year. Like this game that's, is that's, it's that's, a couple months away and we're gonna be experiencing that. And I don't so I Miles don't will, care about car games. I'm not gonna lie. I care about Forza oh. Horizon five. That game looks yeah. amazing, so good. Are we going to unlock like uh, diamond encrusted hot pants in Forza Horizon Five? <laughs> oh God! You know, I didn't like that but, in that game. So but they've I, got like fully customizable characters where you can change the voice. Mm-hmm. So you, your character was always like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that mime thing again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they talked about it today in the developer interview with Playground Games. How your character you can change. Uh, the gender and voice, and you can change how they look. You can put prosthetics on. Like they, they, they bring this level of make it your own, and you already can do that with the cars. So I can't wait to see what they talk about more. Hey, 
let me give me one second here, guys. I, I want to go to you next on this. Uh, Jonathan Douglas says, imagine Microsoft Flight Sim Tech on the next Horizon game. Like if they could do the country a one to one. We're we're already seeing something like this. The biggest map that Forza Horizon yep. has ever had from Playground. Uh, Splatman says Forza Horizon Five trailer starts. I was expecting some guy to walk into view and mm-hmm. introduce the game, and didn't realize I was looking at the game. He says that is excellent. Uh, Fasel Sean says I wouldn't blow up. Oh, it wouldn't blow up the Xbox King. It's a stable box when you're talking about this all that true. stuff going on this in the game. <laughs> Such a great piece of hardware. And Yodani, my man Yodani says get rid of the orange haze Hollywood ads. So real. So uh, let's see. Um, you do know that's Jason Ronald's, uh, whatchamacallit, his game to watch that he was uh, talking about on our show, right? Mm-hmm. And he couldn't say it until afterwards, and he tweeted it out. This, that was the oh, game. Oh, that was the one he was the most excited yes, about? Yes, that oh, was the gosh. game. And now I see why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right right from home. Sin Vendetta says, honestly, this Xbox E3 show really highlighted that the gamers coming from the Xbox brand have just started to snowball the game, sorry, and it's only going to get bigger each year. We eating good. <laughs> That's what <he> said, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh they've got some new modes have you kind of checked out what else they're doing in horizon uh for horizon 5 i didn't get to see the deep down today because i was too busy making that source video will probably get me banned from the internet but yeah so you were you were in your studio sweating bullets yeah. you got the teleprompter the music going you got several cameras <laughs> yeah. all the hot studio lights uh, yeah. living the dream living the yeah. dream That's all, all right guys so we we already know about Forza horizon 5 and I'll tell you, like like I told you, I've got over a 1,000 hours. I was really worried about fatigue, and I knew we'd see Forza Horizon 5. I didn't know I'd be this excited, and that's saying a yeah. lot from someone who has... Uh, I flipped the level over already on Forza Horizon 4. I'm super excited. But Phil Spencer like closed the show, and he said... Uh, he's, gonna, he's got the handsome jacket on. Phil's looking... <laughs> Trim and proper, right? These are for the for the masses. And he says we've got one more thing. Gaz, what was the one more thing they closed the show? Do you remember? Redfall. Yeah. Redfall. Yeah. <laughs> Redfall was. Uh, it's. I mean, it, it looks like a lot of people will will bemoan the fact that there was a lack of gameplay shown. But what that that actually, I, I mean, and you know, CGI trailers are CGI trailers, but you can actually get a, an idea, king of the tone, and it's okay to, <laughs> <laughs> to you know, to, to understand what okay. they're going for. It is okay. It it's is okay. Never okay. The <laughs> same money that you waste on a CGI trailer, just wasted on in-game engine. <laughs> no, but listen, listen, listen. That you get an idea of what they're going for. It's not just like we heard of Project Omen before and the whispers were, you know, it's a vampire game. And I was like, and instantly, like, oh, whatever. But then, <laughs> uh, you know, you, the CGI trailer shows you, like, you know, the designs of these characters, King, and they show you, uh, you know, what they're they going for. The for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it looks good. It looks look. You what looked good? The CGI? It, no, no, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, should we bow out and let them do this? Stirring that pot. <laughs> no, I, it was, listen, it I got to keep the same energy. I can't just be a fraud at one end of the spectrum. I got to keep the same energy all the way around. So, uh, yeah. I'm fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. But, it, you know, what it did impress me were the ideas they had in the game. Mm. Like, you know, 
They, what just, was it? It was oozing, like, you know, the umbrella. <laughs> you can't laugh until I've answered the question. No, I, I, just, I, just, I just want to know what the ideas were, because I, I, I walked in the same way I walked out. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I, I liked it. Left the like, dead okay, with weird. vampires? <laughs> but the vampire designs were cool. You know, she's an umbrella, has a magic. They're weaving up magic. So it's like a co-op game, and they're mm. mixing magic with vampire uh, vampirism. But you could see how there were different types of classes. You had a sniper class as well and they wove magic in there as well like the umbrella shooting this purple thing to get you know ward off uh the vampire the, and they had different vampires with different skills they they were very well designed very well voiced your hand motions buddy he's trying to bring us home with him like, <laughs> Listen, that's what a salesman does in a store when he's trying to sell you something to get you he's trying to distract you from what's going on <laughs> like he's got the used car over here and it's got a big scratch on he gets in front of him he's like what he's you gonna like, get the hemi the hemi is really fast <laughs> It does 127 miles per hour. <laughs> Miles, Miles, help us out here. Uh, oh God! Uh, help okay, us out here with Redfall. Yeah, Redfall. Uh, rumored the Project Omen stuff, the vampire stuff we've been hearing about for a long time. Mm-hmm. We finally got to see it, and that that was the one more thing, which was which was really interesting. Like King obviously was not a big fan of it being a CGI teaser. Uh, he's made that very, very, we very should clear. Fight for that, like we all should fight for that. That should be banned from all these shows. <laughs> like keep the CGI in the bushes. If it don't look like that, don't show me that in-game trailer. I'm all for it, 100. percent But go ahead, Miles. I'm so yeah, sorry. I was gonna say I, I kind of. <laughs> you're not gonna like this, but I kind of agree with Gaz that CGI yeah. trailers done well can set the tone of a game in a way that a in-engine gameplay trailer cannot y'all gonna love my take i'm i'm ready for it it's gonna be hot and heavy but we know the game is coming in summer of 2022 so they probably Mm. have some gameplay that they could show so it's coming soon but i think you needed to set up what this is because i'll be honest i knew i had heard about this game Mm -hmm. i did not that trailer was not what i expected at all at all like yeah, a four-player yeah. co-op shooter with classes and magic i was everyone is expecting dishonored with vampires they hear yeah, that they yeah, say, yeah i was expecting more stale and dark and uh i don't know like i like dishonored and i love prey but yeah i was not expecting uh not because gaz was doing the umbrella uh, hand <laughs> yeah. motion but i don't know if you guys have watched the umbrella academy but there's yes. like a, oh, yeah. these characters have different because I'm trying to nail down what, before I go to King, I'm trying to nail down what this genre is because I'm not privy to a lot of different sci-fi and fantasy type genres. I don't know what this is called, but it's not just vampire. It, there's like this magic comes from like Doctor Strange and all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah. No gameplay shown barring that, Lord King David. <laughs> Tell us what you think of Redfall. Okay, so the fact that it was a CGI trailer, I was automatically put off. All right, <clears throat> so take that, and it's like a fig. I don't like figs, though. So <laughs> I, I saw it, you know, and then Phil's like, yeah, we got one more. And, you know, um, and I understand that this was a, a IP that they they wanted the world to hear about and know about because it was talked about in the background. And if you looked at uh, Pete Hines' shirt, he had Bite Back on it. 
So it was a prelude to what was to come. Oh. All right. So actually, if you look at the little breadcrumbs, you're going to check it out later. All right. <laughs> so you should have left it at that T-shirt, buddy. But then when we get to the end, all right, so we get to this Left for Dead uh, type of uh, characters that have mystical powers fighting against vampires. Now, this is the category I will put it in. Um, it's probably five people opposed to four people because I saw the robot that was there. But, I mean, this is stuff that could be done in storyboards. And then we've talked about this stuff in the background a lot. Uh, the money that it takes to put together a concise CGI trailer, it's not cheap. This stuff yeah. is not cheap at all. So what do you do? You use the resources that you do have and you use your in-game engine and you put together a little montage using actual assets of the games because what this does is sets unrealistic expectations on a game that doesn't need those type of uh, weight put on its shoulders because now you have individuals that are going to go back to this trailer, the CGI trailer yeah. that is not representative of gameplay, of actual gameplay, and said this game looks absolutely nothing like what you've showed me. So again, this is the car salesman in the in the parking lot <laughs> distracting you with his rings in your eyes while you're purchasing this car that is a lemon. But I'm not saying that this is a lemon, but what I'm just trying to say is that this stuff needs to be moved away from the industry and going right back to the true form of what we are looking for. Now, this it, it couldn't it didn't need to be shown. It could have been something else, but I believe that this game they wanted to show this game. And this is one of their games that they have in the background like the same way they had Deathloop. They weren't going to show Deathloop because Deathloop is being marketed by the competitor. We're going to get that game later anyway. But they wanted to show you well we have something that's a little bit better. And when they did show you Deathloop, they didn't show you a CGI trailer. You understand? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is the same thing that I wanted from this. Don't give me that. Don't put un uh, uh, unnecessary stress on, on, on a development team to achieve certain graphics that's not attainable. Because that's really not attainable. What they were doing was really not attainable. Not with this generation hardware. But maybe later. So, what we do see later well, on... It would be amazing. The concept, great. I like the five player. I like the Left for Dead. CGI. Yeah, I'm, with, I'm with King. I'm with King. I'm with you on that. Like when I think about the character models of Prey and Dishonored, look very similar. They're very uh, chiseled mm -hmm. and a low. They're kind of uh, watercolor painted. Is what they yes. look like, especially Dishonored. And I've yeah. never seen Arcane Austin create that level of rendering in characters. So it does set up an unreal expectation. But uh, Jeff Grubb in the chat said, money's not an option, not a, not a problem. Uh, uh, he's got it right here. I disagree. Money is not an issue for Microsoft. Dev time is. And this trailer, in his opinion, says does not take much dev time. Um, yeah, I don't know. And for all we know, Arcane could have commissioned that out to yeah. a third party uh, yeah. company and said here's all our in-game assets here's our storyboard and our and our sketches uh, can you create something based off of this storyboard like you said uh king and what that does uh, even though it does set up a real expectation is it gives xbox fans something that they can sink their teeth don't, into what is it with you today with the puns, and good night thank you for showing you. shut it down i'm out i'm gone <laughs> oh that was horrible that, that was, was good I, that was you know really what? good that was really good <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I apologize it was perfect don't it was unintentional it was good <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, I write scripts, but that one, I can't. I That one, yeah. If you wrote yes, that, I'm going to be a little sad. Me say that. But... Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be horrible. Sin Vendetta says, am I the only person that got Redfall felt kind of Borderlandish with four-player co-op with different characters with different abilities? Spot on. I hope it's better in Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3, 1 and 2 are amazing. Uh, Yodani says, Gaz going to make a sauce video where King David going to end up in the bushes after a brisket <laughs> jog. <laughs> and Infrabraid. videos too. That's <laughs> a collaboration in the, in the horizon. Yeah, yeah, actually, we were uh, supposed to. Yeah, we were. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Bro, Blade, we actually, we do. We did have one. All right. Yeah, yeah we do have one. Two, yeah. we have two. Oh yeah, yeah, two. Oh my gosh, you guys, <laughs> yeah, we out of control. The business deals being made right now. Uh, Infrablade says, "I'm pretty sure that this is a new Hunter the Reckoning. It feels like they got oh. this concept from them somewhat." Uh, if I remember I Hunter, think so, I think I played that it. one. The, yeah, uh, I, I, didn't, I wasn't too 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 great Me on either. it. And Jonathan Douglas it. says, "It's been confirmed. It's not like Left for Dead." Uh, I think Jonathan might be referring to uh, Redfall. I almost wanted to call it Red yeah. Omen. Oh, yeah. Or, or a combination of yeah. those. Uh, yeah, so, um, I mean, panel, are you excited about Redfall? I mean, I, does it sound like something you... I wasn't excited yeah. about vampires, but it, it's got gunplay, which is yeah. super important. Yeah, it's, for me, it's one of those things where when I heard about this, I assumed it would be a single-player thing. I assumed yeah. it would be that kind of dishonored as a vampire. And for me, I was like, mm-hmm. nah, that, I, I'm historically not a fan of stealth games so if that was going to be the case i'm out i'm done but you make it this 80s campy kind of have you guys seen the movie monster squad yeah that is is the vibe that i got Mm -hmm. when i saw this trailer i was like okay they're camping it up this is a weird teen horror flick turned into a video game where the squad is hunting vampires and i started to buy into that idea because i'm a fan of campy 80s horror movies but when it comes to you know the cg versus the gameplay thing if we look at Microsoft's marketing cadence for this year, they have right. done an incredible job of pacing themselves and making sure every week, every other week, they are in the headlines for some reason. You yeah. have some reason to look at Xbox. You have some reason to look what they're doing. So if this game is coming out summer, I guarantee that we are going to see gameplay yeah. probably before the end of this year. Um, yeah. Whether that be at the Game Awards or whether that be at a different showcase, gameplay's coming, but this set the tone. And the tone of what they showed was confusing to me as someone who had these expectations of <laughs> yeah. what it was going to be so again i'll agree with king here i need to see gameplay before i fully buy into whatever yeah. this is there are tactical reasons behind why you don't want to show gameplay too early though as well mm-hmm. because you have a sea of pretenders out there and there's that's a that's a big reason why you're inclined to show cgi as opposed to a game because if it is coming out next summer that game will naturally be hopefully developed some uh, a significant way but there are ways, if you're a developer, why you'd want to do a CGI trailer because yeah. people all copy. So it, don't just think that uh, they're just it's a cop out. There may be reasons behind it. But on the other hand, to be play devil's advocate, you better make sure that that CGI stuff really does relay what the games mm-hmm. a, game is actually about. Because if the a, you know a third party uh, animation outfit has taken on your manifesto and created something that doesn't re- actually accurately reflect what your game is about. That mm-hmm. has happened before, and that's the risk yeah. of doing something like this. Yeah, like Dead um, Island. It's 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 my yeah. selfishness uh, in saying that. All right, so for all you CGI uh, artists out there, don't come for me. Um, but <laughs> what I'm what I'm saying is that uh, yeah, this game was slated to be shown. Um, am I excited for the game? Um, 
a little bit. My curiosity is peaked because when I didn't know what it was and I knew it was as Omen uh, and it was a vampire theme type game, uh, I thought it was Legacy of Kane, uh, like uh, a lot yeah. of my crew. Uh, and I and I hoped for it to be Legacy of Kane. All right. So again, it's not. And I guess in there lies a little bit of disappointment. But again, um lending to the multiplayer co-op experience, uh different type of categories when it comes to you you taking someone that's like a bullet mage or a robot. I love the humor in it because they showed you the beginning, they showed you how they got into the ish and you know what it was about so they kind of stumbled upon somebody else's fight that they got drawn into this fight now they got to fight their way out of it and they got to bite back which is really crazy so i, I think this stuff is it's, it's nuts i think it's going to have a level of humor to it that is, is is beautiful in it so you get that uh, that much from the cgi trailer again my disdain for cgi trailers is across the board all right but I also understand, like, you know, Gaz says, there's strategic reasons for such things to be done because there are copycats. There are people working on certain uh, uh, games that could be in the same genre and they could steal your ideas. So I honestly get it. Uh, with this, you really don't know what the game will look like at the end, but hopefully it looks close to what we've seen. Yeah. So, Miles, will this game be first person or third person? Ooh. I'm going to assume first person. I don't know, I'm, but I'm going to assume it's first person. Based on what we saw here, based on the fact that everyone has guns, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and assume yeah. that this is a first person co-op shooter. Mm. It'd be cool yeah. if it's that. You, you guys think this? I, I, yeah. What, I'm if, what, if, his, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? A tactical, <laughs> uh, 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 a shooter like, like Gears tactic type of thing. Oh, just ruined oh, my oh God. Oh, no. I see, no. I like stuff like that. Like, I'm, I'm one of those, ex, <laughs> I'm like, one no. of those ex um nuts. Yes. Uh, but, but could you <laughs> imagine? Could you imagine? I can't. I literally can't. I, I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm with Miles that Arcane Austin has made a bunch of, uh, <laughs> just seeing me uh, i hope this video goes viral i hope it comes back here and i hope when it does come out it is david i'm gonna be the only one don't put that like, energy yeah. into the universe anton williams asked king he said how was battlefield cgi uh what's i don't remember what you said but but they did have a CGI trailer, but they had a gameplay trailer. Oh no, I saw uh, gameplay. I didn't. I didn't see any yeah. CGI stuff that you were talking about. But on my <laughs> screen, it was it was. I saw actual gameplay. <laughs> and in that same vein, Alf says, "I'm disappointed that the one more thing was CGI." Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same thing they did last year. One more thing was Fable. That was CGI. But these games are out a little ways. Uh, Disturbed to Link APWF says. Then watch a CGI trailer. All I take is it from the concept. Graphics come with gameplay. Yeah, so we have yeah. to wait. I really hope this is their first game that looks really next level. Yeah. Uh, like, Prey is absolutely... I I actually just finished it earlier this year for the first time. It was one I put away when I started it, when it came out. Yeah. I really, really loved it. Uh, it looks great in its own way, but uh, it, it looks dated when I play it now. So I'm hoping they really bring it. Uh, Magic Cast says... It showed enough to get an idea of what Redfall will be. We'll see gameplay in six to nine months. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with CG in the meantime. Big fan of you all. He's talking about Miles, Ooh. Gaz, and King David. Keep it up. <laughs> Heart emoji. And InfraBlaze says, as long as it's not another freak first-person shooter, I'm good. <laughs> and then we said, it's a first-person shooter. Durial, one more Durial Gamer says, CG now. Next E3 gameplay, then the game's release. Uh, I want to ask Gaz uh, if he's on his toes and remembers. If Redfall comes out in the summer or almost before fall of 2022, what else comes from that team that comes out on Xbox right afterward? I have no idea. It's three o'clock in the morning. Stop quizzing me. <laughs> <What is> <laughs> uh, let's let's ask let's ask Miles Dompierre Ooh. if he knows what else Arcane is bringing out next year for Xbox right after Redfall comes out. I'm also blanking. I don't know. Uh, oh my I, gosh! Uh, I'm sorry. I will ask I'm King David. What is the other game that Arkane Austin is coming out with? Yeah, Third Strike, and then uh, we just, just shut, her, shut everything down. King David, what is Arkane Austin putting out next year, right next to Redfall? Dishonored Three. No. Oh my I God. Strikes I, 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 listen, at, least, at least I guess oh, something. Okay. Oh, at least you guess. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm Oops. doing uh, Jay Fonzarelli's like uh, games uh, yeah. quiz show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deathloop. We forget about Deathloop because ah, it's on yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Wait a we second. No, play. no, 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 no. <laughs> what? No. What? No. It would be out before then, but no. <laughs> well, when is Deathloop? Well, isn't Deathloop a one-year time exclusive? And we're gonna yeah, see that already, it this that fall already, on PlayStation. That already started. They pushed. <laughs> Do you think no. so? Do you think it starts after the release <laughs> or the deal? Again, uh, Twitter Snake is saying Deathloop is from Arcane Lion. Yeah. I thought I. Okay, yeah, he, he's right, and of yeah. course he's right. And thank this you for correcting me. I thought it was. Yeah, no, he, 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 <laughs> was, trying to, he was trying to manipulate <laughs> the question. Yeah, all right. but uh, anyway, Miles, I threw you what, off. <laughs> Whenever it comes out on the PlayStation, remember it was a point of contention through the contract of what that was about. So again, I'm not a lawyer, but I honestly believe it to be a whole lot sooner than a lot of people think. So soon as it come out on PlayStation, oh, okay. just look right around the corner and bam. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter. Why does it? It really doesn't matter. They get to play a game and we get it in Game Pass. Yay! Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. There's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of games coming yes, out in 2022. Definitely. We already have uh, a good chunk of games coming out in 2021. We could list them here. Uh, I think we would probably all fall over. Uh, thank you, everyone, for the over 1,400 people that are watching. We got over 1,200 right now. This has been the Xbox Newscast, or as I call it, the XNC Podcast, with my good friends, true respected individuals on social media and YouTube. We've got Miles Dompierre from Windows Central. We've got Gaz from Game On Daily and King David from Iron Lords. Miles, tell the audience. We should talk about this in the beginning, but there was so much to talk about. Tell them everyone what you've been playing that's captured your heart heart this week and uh, where they can find you and follow you and and stalk you oh stalkers now we're talking now we're getting somewhere um i've been playing a dumb amount of chivalry too stupid oh, game ridiculous oh, game so damn fun just endlessly chopping heads off getting my head chopped off just as much it's it's absolute chaos they, they make it seem like there's a rhyme or reason, like you can be good at Chivalry 2. You can't. There's 64 <laughs> people slamming each other in the back of the head. It's just absolute madness, and it's so damn fun. Like I was surprised by how much I loved Chivalry 2 because I really like Chivalry 1, 
but my expectations are whatever. They, they really upped the game. Uh, it looks really great on Series X as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's been a blast. If you want to stalk me, harass me, send me memes, just uh, hit me up on Twitter, at Miles Dompierre, and that's the best place to get in touch with me. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show. Lord, King David, what have you been playing? What has been keeping your thumbs uh, crazy on the controller? Where can people uh, find I've been playing face. Dragon Quest uh, on the Xbox. This game, it has 100 hours plus. Um, it's absolutely insane. But what's even more insane is my son came down, saw it, and he was like, that's on Game Pass? I was like, yeah, he's 10 years old. He ran upstairs. I hear the game firing up upstairs because uh, he's awesome. playing on his Series S. And uh, he's trying to catch up to where I'm at in the game. And those little moments, it's, it's, which is totally incredible. But, yeah, I'm playing Dragon Quest something nuts. And I downloaded a couple of other games to get into. And I'm doing carries and outriders and uh, stuff like that. But you can catch me at Iron Lords Podcast Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, uh, DCX uh, on Fridays. There's DCX Open Mic at 9 p.m. Uh, so you can know more about what the hell is all these statues that's in the background and why the hell they cost so much? Um, and what is KOS and that's King of the Statues and actually Nora Red, which is the Silver Surfer, which is spinning around right there with Nova standing right next to him, uh, is the next KOS that's going up. So uh, you can go to lordsofgaming.net where you can see episodes of KOS. You can also... Uh, read a lot of articles from our opinion writers and watch a lot of videos of a lot of stuff that's going on in the industry at this moment. It's been such a blast hanging out with you guys. Oh, and you can catch me on Twitter where I am lopping off uh, a lot of competitors' knees. And uh, <laughs> you know why I say uh, grease up your knees before you send it to me because I don't want any ashy knees. Jurgen's <laughs> oh, lotion. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Fino. Absolutely oh, not. Uh, King David OTW on Twitter, where I am undefeated awesome. with the championship belt. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to Gaz, the true friend. We talk every day. Uh, he's amazing. He is so creative. Uh, Gaz, what have you been playing? Where can people find the source of the sauce? <laughs> First of all, thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, you are a very close friend, one of my best friends, and uh, you have really helped us out, even with the content creation side. But me and you are like spiritual buddies when it comes to content creation because we love this stuff. We love content yeah. creating. It's it's in our blood. Um, so yeah. Thank you so much for the, for the invite on this incredible show. Uh, you can find me at gameondaily.com. Uh, it's a platform with heavy development and is there live. For, uh, I gave you the spiel early on. Do check it out. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming in. You saw the source video. We've got reams of ideas are even crazier than the Mission Impossible 2 deep fake that I just did today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do check that out. Uh, Phil, if you're watching this, please, it's all done in jest. Shoot you, Cheetah. Especially you, Jim Ryan. You 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 don't fare very well at the start of this uh, video, oh <laughs> but it's all in jest. Think of it like it's just Hollywood, right? Um, but uh, yeah, you can see us. Uh, you can find me on on Twitter, Gaz on Daily, uh, Game on Daily. One word is our YouTube channel. Do check it out. Um, and we we are growing. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Love the chat. Um, you you have such a great community. It takes a while to weed out all the trolls, but the the shows. Man, oh, they're they're amazing. 
so good. They're so amazing. I was reading uh, their comments. Amazing. Yeah, having having you guys on the show has been super entertaining, and I've been keeping an eye on the chat more, more and more as I get more comfortable doing the show. Chat's absolutely amazing. Brigadier Blue closed it out. Says, thanks, everyone, for a great show tonight. I had more than my fair share of laughs. You guys have my uh, my face up here is, is tired from smiling and laughing. Uh, my my dad bod's got like a six-pack going on from laughing. So, yeah. <laughs> absolutely great. Um, follow all these guys. Go check out their latest content. Uh, just keep an eye. They've always got something good to say. Um, I'm Cold Eastwood. I've been playing... Ratchet and Clank on my PS5. I'm going to get through that game. I want to get on the chivalry madness that Miles and Dealer and Zocker and Dars are all playing and loving. So we need to get in on that back on the Xbox. Uh, I like to get on the PlayStation for a couple intervals in the year. And then I'm back on the best, what I think is the best gaming platform. And if you're here, you probably agree. Xbox is making big moves. E3 killed it. They dominated. Uh, We didn't even talk about Capcom or Square Enix or anybody else. Because there's been so much Xbox stuff, and that's such a good thing. Thank you so much. This is XNC Podcast. We're live at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, and we're on podcast platforms on demand. Wave to the camera, everybody. Say goodbye. What a great show. Thank you so much for having me on. Gaz, give us a sauce. (laughs) King David, tell us you're going to take those knees. And Miles, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. We'll see you soon. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>